This podcast replay is brought to you by BocaJawSurgery.com. From dental implants, wisdom teeth, jaw surgery, and facial cosmetic procedures, trust your care to a board-certified oral and facial surgeon. Call Dr. Ronnie Katz today, 561-499-3331, BocaJawSurgery.com. All righty. Good morning, one and all. Hope you all are doing well on a uh, beautiful Monday. Well, at least I hope it's beautiful where you're at. It is beautiful here, that's for sure. There we go. All right. Fine-tune a little bit here. Sean Stanley, the man, the myth, the legend, is mastering the program and the entire platform like he does every single day. Today's an exciting day for me personally because I get my stitches off my foot, which is good because it now becomes three weeks. Yeah, tomorrow's three weeks that I had my surgery on my foot. So we've hit the halfway mark. So we'll see what the doc says today. They'll do x-rays on my foot to see how it's going, the healing, all that good stuff. They'll take off the stitches, bitches, and we will move on, you know, so. Today, we uh, we make some progress, as they say, which is uh, really, really good. On the on the crypto side, if you took advantage of VeChain all the way down to a cent and a half, and you're watching it hit the five cent mark right now, you're doing good. You're doing good. That's what I can tell you. So lots of things. Ethereum over 3,100. You know, you know, life is good. Ethereum's up 500 bucks in a couple weeks. I know somebody was telling you that Ethereum is ready to, you know, take off, take advantage, buy Ethereum. Somebody's been telling you that for, I don't know, about a month, month and a half easily. Tell you, oh, work on that Ethereum. And I hope you're doing it. Not a financial advisor, of course. But anyway, we got a lot of things. Uh, congratulations to everyone at the DCC, okay? Not just the Dolphins organization and obviously everyone there for having an event that is touched all of us, right? I mean, if cancer hasn't affected you, then you know what? You are blessed because cancer has affected, I think, pretty much all of us. One way or another, if you didn't have it, then somebody in your family member, a friend of yours, somebody close to you, somebody you love, right? So I, I think we've all lost someone or we know someone dealing with that C word, which is, you know, just disgusting that we haven't been able to find a cure for it. And the DCC is obviously the best event in the NFL and uh, producing a lot of money and a lot of you out there that are going on the rides. Uh, we'll, we'll do it next year. Guaranteed. I told my wife we're doing it next year for sure. Uh, like I told you, this uh, this whole injury to my foot, um, it's, it's given me a wake-up call. And I am, uh, I'm going to go absolutely nuts when, once his foot is fixed. I already started the 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 lifestyle change in eating, trying to eat right, and I'm not even exercising yet, as you could tell with the face. But um, I got to take it now to the next level because it's usually when I've done this, the first 20 pounds are the easiest. 
it's after that because you lose a lot of water weight early on and all that kind of stuff. And then it really starts getting hard, but I need exercise for that. And um, I need another foot to be working. So when that other foot is working, then I can start with the walking at least. Because I, I know I know the doctor's going to tell me, hey, hey, listen, uh, you, you're, you're repaired now, but you, you can't just start running. You know, you got to probably slow walk it and, you know, build it up is probably what I got to do. But looking forward to getting those damn stitches off, dude. Oh, man. The Achilles thing is the one that, um, that's the one that was scary. Because if I would have torn my Achilles at this age, that would not be fun, dude. That would not be fun. So had to fix it so I can avoid possibly tearing my Achilles. Possibly tearing my Achilles. So just want to say congratulations to everybody who participated, sponsored, all of that stuff in the DCC. Uh, just a great cause. And, and the vibe was awesome. It's great to watch on social media, everybody participating in it. So look forward to it. Next year, what we'll do is we'll create a, a show group, okay? So we'll get all of you, those of you that are, you know, watch the show and, and all that kind of stuff, we'll create a big O show group. And we'll all bike together, I guess. I don't know. I think biking's better. I like biking. Do, do the Merino one, the 13. That's a nice little challenge. It's a nice little distance. Do that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, 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 the Zach Thomas, right, 54, and the Jason Taylor, that might be a little too much for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm going to walk around like a cowboy for like seven, seven months after that. I'll be all bow-legged and shit if I do the 54 or the 99. CKB up 192%. Look at you, Uber Beamer. Look at you with a little CKB. How about that? What do we got on the roll call this morning? Steve Chapman is number one. Ostradamus strikes again. He said X would be cut two years ago, and voila, it happens. Maybe share with us the lottery numbers. That's the only thing I can't figure out, Steve. I can give you all kinds of great dolphin predictions. I could give you panther predictions. I could give you heat predictions. But I can give you crypto predictions. I can give you a lot of those, by the way. I've been I've been on one hell of a roll, but I just can't figure out the lottery numbers, Steve. I'm such a screw-up. Jesus. Jamie Zoria is in the house reminding everybody to smash the like button. Damn right. Remember, watch time is the key. Watch time. Uh, let's see. Well, I gave you the update on the leg, Jamie. Thank you, sir. Steven Gonzalez, Ray Sosa. Yeah, no, Miami should have lost three or four to one in that game. Calendar was the MVP of that game. Uh, Angelo De Jesus is in sunny Albuquerque. I hope you're continuing healing on the right path. Can't wait for the show to start. Thank you, sir. Lisa Rose, Chad, JC Norville, Dude67, Joseph, Brandon, Tony Masker. Thank you all for the love. Appreciate it. Thank you, JC Norville. Nice note. Uh, John Santos. 
I'm glad your show keeps me at level-headed. I get pissed listening to that shit show moving the chains. Last week, they were talking about Miami Dolphins in Capel. Oh, well. But they have to, bro. They're just a – you just said it. They're, they're, they're like a – they only do Dolphins. So they're stuck. And they have to create drama even when there isn't drama so they can just create some interest for their channel. You know what I mean? That's just kind of the way it is. Tony Masker, sticker and all, gives us a little love on the super chat. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, man. Very nice of you. Remember, you can always make a donation through Cash App or Venmo. We tell you that because we get 100% of the donation there. You know, uh, YouTube takes 30% away from the donations. So that's why we always tell you Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. That's Cash Big O Show is the address, Cash App or Venmo. We appreciate the Super Chats, you know. But if you have Cash App or Venmo, you can do it that way. And you can send us a Bitcoin donation instead. Uh, that way it grows. Your donation grows all the time. Devin Jordan is in the house. True Finn fan. Lofi, Alexis, Ray Varnicus. Is Rob Hunter goner? He's not gone. He, they'll re-sign him. I'll get to the cuts and everything else I think is going to happen uh, in a few minutes. Uh, Panthers have been making you a lot of moolah, Hunter. They should. They're freaking kicking ass. Uh, Devin, I wish you were in Indy for the scouting combine. Well, sir. Three weeks ago, my fate was decided when uh, I had a messed up foot that needed surgery. So, you know, I, ha I have to do what I got to do. So it is what it is. It's all good, man. We'll, we'll, we'll bounce back in next year. Hopefully we'll get back on track and we'll go to the, the combine. Michael Fernandez, thank you, sir, for the recovery thoughts. Looking forward to the show. Fins up. Go heat. Time to hunt Panthers. Damn right. James Vivinetti, Akaris, uh, six, Dude67 says, what's up, Slim? Not yet, but I will be soon. I will get Slim. Uh, Ocala Joe, Gus Gus1388, One-Eyed Jack. If Greer uses or trades a first-round pick, nothing would surprise me. Should it? Should it? Uh, Adam Pinkser. Oh, hope you're well today. Have you decided if you're coming? No, I, I, once I had surgery, dude, it was over, bro. That's it. Once I had surgery, well, really a month ago, once my foot got screwed up and that bone spur started stabbing that tendon in my foot, my fate was decided. So there's no way I, I, I can't move around or anything. So it was kind of, set in stone for me i i was i wasn't going to go you do a lot of walking in indy a lot of walking and i can't walk you know what i mean so it's just it's terrible man i'm bedridden i'm in bed a lot guys like a lot like too much way too much I when when these whatever six weeks are up, I'm gonna be like a caged animal. I don't think I'm gonna want to go to sleep for months. I mean, I, I I don't even know if I'm gonna stop or something. You know what I'm saying? It just it's bad, man. That's the one thing that I will admit. Oh God, being at home all day and being in a bed, 
most of the time is not fun, man. It's not fun. It really is. It's the worst part about it, actually. Not the, um, I'm no longer dealing with uh, any pain or discomfort like I was the first week and a half with my knee and my thigh and my hip and all that kind of shit. But it's, it's being trapped at home, trapped in a bed. That is, you know, that's just, it, 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 it F's with you, you know? So that's the worst part about it. And I've got a few more weeks of it, unfortunately. So, uh, Brian Landis is in. Says, just don't outshine uh, Jalen Phillips when it comes to getting shredded. Ch uh, no, yeah, I, yeah, that's one challenge I'll never get to. That dude is shredded. Chad says, lost one grandfather and a grandmother to cancer. My sister-in-law, sadly, 32 years with two kids diagnosed with stage four breast cancer has been pretty hard on the family uh, and my wife been rough. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cancer affects us all. Has affect us, affected us all one way or another. It's terrible. Prayers to you, Chad, and the family, man. We've all dealt with it. It's just brutal, man. J-Mac is in, in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Thank you, J-Mac. Lofi, I would suggest rowing machine for a great overall workout. Um, It, it probably is a great overall workout, but I doubt I'm going to buy a rowing machine. Well, I'll get in, I'll get in shape. I'm, I got, I still have my, uh, my gym membership that I, that I've been paying for and haven't been going. It's because I'm grandfathered in at a really cheap price. So I've, I, I, I pay it every year. I think it's like 99 bucks. I'm grandfathered in for the year, 24 hour fitness or whatever, right. Or valleys or whatever the hell it is, whatever valleys used to be, it's 24 hour now or whatever. So I'm like grandfathered in cause it's been for years. So I, I pay the $99 anyways, <laughs> just in case whenever I decide to come back to the gym. <laughs> Uh, so I am ready to go back to the gym and 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 hit that uh, sauna every day, too, on top of all of that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Sweat out all those toxins. Uh, Christian, dude67, JS, in the words of Dave Chappelle, I'm rich, biatch. Matthew Owen, give us a Panther prediction. Well, the Panthers don't play till tomorrow against the Sabres. But if you want a prediction, they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. They've got the team this year now, offensively and defensively. So, yes, I like I like our cats this year to go all the way. Election prediction, we're screwed. Doesn't matter who wins, really. We're screwed. They both suck. They're both terrible. They're the two worst presidents we've ever had. You know, I still think Biden wins in a general election, but I'm not happy about Biden winning. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really matter. We're screwed either way. You know, these, these are the worst candidates we have ever had in anything. These are the two worst presidents we have ever had. And this is the worst environment we've ever had because people have never been dumber. So 
Most of you don't follow politics. Most of you don't know shit about what's going on really with our government and our money and none of that, especially Trumpies. They may be the dumbest group I have ever seen in my life. So it doesn't really matter who it is, dude. You know, we're so screwed. Progressives on one end and Trumpies on the other. Those are the two groups that are ruining everything. So it doesn't really matter what happens. You know what I mean? And who wins? We're screwed either way. Neither one of these people are competent enough or deservingly to be president of our country. So, you know what I mean? But I think Biden wins in the general election, barely. But he wins. That's what I, that's what I would say. Uh, are the Boilers finally going to win the national title? The Boilers. What does that mean, Sean? The Boilers. I'm sorry. I, the I, Purdue Boilermakers, I'm guessing. Why? What's so? I believe they're in the men's, right? The men's. Oh, 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 excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't give a shit about college basketball. I don't follow that. I don't care about college basketball. I watch UM and that's it. That's where it ends. I don't care about college basketball. College basketball is an absolute joke to me. I'm, I'm an old guy, dude. I lived the 80s and the 90s. Anybody that lived the 80s and the 90s and you watch this college basketball, it's laughable. It's cute. It's a little kid's game. It's uh, it, it's high school on a little bit of steroids. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not the guy. I don't, I don't give a shit about college basketball. I only follow Nova and I only follow FAU and UM. And if they're in the tourney, then I'll watch it and cheer on for them. But if you're going to ask me about any of the other teams, I really don't even know if they exist. I have no idea. I don't watch a minute of college basketball that does not have a cane or a shark or an owl on it. And those are the only ones that I'll watch only because I'm a local guy and that's it. But college basketball. Oh my God. You know, if, if, if you live the eighties and then let me put it, let, let, let me put it two ways for you. This is the way I look at it. Okay. This is just my point of view. I know it's probably a, a minority. Very few people look at it this way. Here's how I look at it. Okay. If you're my age, Okay, if you're in your 50s, maybe late maybe late 40s. Let's go with late 40s. Now, let's just go with 40s. Okay? Because you were in your teens and 20s when it was good still. Okay? So, uh not 20s, you were in your teens when it was good. So, let's just say if you're over 40, 45, okay? And you're entertained and you think this college basketball is good. You have low standards. Incredibly low standards. And you're just kind of, I think you're kind of forcing yourself to like something that really is not a good product. 
And then if you're young, you don't know any better. This is the shit you grew up with. You know what I'm saying? This is the crap you grew up with. So you don't know any better. So you actually follow this and think it's actually like somewhat entertaining or good or, or you know, like worthy. That's that's it. You know what I mean? The, to me, the only attitude you should have is if you're old, my age is the attitude I have. Like, bro, you took away college basketball from me. This is shit. See ya. I'd rather watch David Robinson and Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan and and all these other guys for three to four years in college basketball. Thanks, but no thanks. So I'm not the guy to ask. See, I have no problem telling you something like this. I don't know. I don't have a problem. I have zero issue with telling you I don't know. Not my expertise. I don't follow it. You know, unlike the morons that I tell you all the time, oh, Bitcoin's a scam. And I love tearing into those assholes because they don't know anything. They just throw and repeat what someone else says. Instead of saying, like some other people do, you know, I've heard about it and all that. I just haven't gotten into it. I haven't learned too much about it. Don't know too much about it. Boom. The educated, smart response. You don't know anything about it. Don't say anything about it. College basketball, I don't follow it. I don't give a shit about it anymore. Seriously, I don't give a shit about college basketball anymore. I just watch our local teams, and if they do well, then I'll have fun in the, in the process. But it's a cutesy little thing that doesn't mean anything compared to what it used to be. So there you go. Big O, when you are recovered from your foot op, check out core workouts. A strong core is the foundation of a strong body and keeping the extra pounds off, in my experience. Totally agree. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm definitely, you, you and I are on the same page. That's exactly what I told my wife, that I'm going to work completely on my core, get rid of all, get rid of the, the tires I have. You know, although now they're, they're, they're smaller tires now. You know, I used to have like a truck tire. Now it's maybe, you know, some kind of a motorcycle tire, maybe. Uh, so I got to get rid of that. And you are so right. Now I'm going to do some Tai Chi. Okay. And uh, I already are Tai Chi and walking are the things that I'm going to start doing uh, early on. And then obviously I'll pick it up and start doing some, some, uh, some weights and things like that. But uh, definitely all core workouts. For sure. Uh, let's see. Matthew Owen says one BTC. You got to one BTC, Matthew. Is that what that means? Congratulations, dude. Congratulations. That is one amazing feat. Any any person on, on Mother Earth that is able to collect one BTC is going to set their family up big time, dude. Big time. Uh, J-Mac, don't worry. Hunt will be re-signed. Matthew Owen, what happened to his foot? Well, he hasn't been watching for weeks. Uh, hope you had a nice weekend. Prayers for your speedy recovery. Thank you, Dan B. It's gone really well, man. The foot part has gone really, really well. I, I, I can't complain. Well, today I'll get the 
today I'll get a a proper checkup and uh, they'll do all the uh, x-rays and we'll find out if everything is healing properly. 100 proof says, I'm glad the surgery went well and I wish you a proper recovery, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Got about three weeks left. What up, oh, freaking out on the jet, freaking out on the Jasmine drop. Well, pipe man slim, you're freaking out on the Jasmine drop because you just got in. You see what I'm saying? So you got to kind of deal with a little bit of the, you know, movement, the volatility. But I believe it's going to keep going up. See, if you would have gotten in when we got in, all the way down to 33,000th of a penny. And right now, you know, I'm looking at it. And Jasmine's at a penny and a half. You think I'm freaking out? I'm forexing my money right now. I'm sitting there on 4X. So I've been waiting for a year for it to move. Now it's moved and it's moved a ton for me. And it's going to move more, but you got in late. So you, you picked up something that already went parabolic. Now, one of the things, and who said that? Because I think you're a usual Who's the one that said that? Pipe Man Slim. Yes. You've been here. You've been here a while. Okay. And I listen, some of you that just listen to segments, you miss out on a lot of shit, sports, life, investments, whatever kind of talk that we have in between it. Um, what are the things I tell you guys all the time? Never get into anything that goes parabolic. Never. You wait for it to come back. Because everything that goes parabolic will then have a, a retracement. It's not going to go all, if it's a bad product, it's going to go right back down to where it was or zero or whatever. But it didn't. It didn't. It's hovered right around the penny and a half. If anybody has saw it, it's kind of found the floor in the penny and a half now. It had a floor of 33,000th of a penny. It had a floor of 50,000th of a penny for a while. It had a floor of 70,000th of a penny for a while, but Pipe Man Slim, you didn't follow that because you didn't invest from the beginning when we were talking about it. You waited to FOMO in after it pumped. So now you're panicking. Why, Pipe Man Slim? Please don't take this personal, but you're a newbie. You're a rookie. So you really, you, you invested in something you don't even know anything about. That's what FOMOing is in. One of my best friends is a major FOMO. Okay? And he did it in the last bull run. He FOMOed in. And what what he he really didn't study anything that he bought. And then when everything dropped, you know what he did? He never bought anything. He's waiting for it all to come back so either he can get out right when it comes back or let it go up a little bit and start making some money. Is he really an investor? No. He's a FOMO artist, just like you, Pipe Man Slim. This is why I tell you, study, do your own homework, read up on Jasmine so you can find out if you really believe in it. And if you really believe in it, and apparently, Pipe Man Slim, this drop is lower than what you bought it at. Do you know what you're supposed to do? 
if you really believe in it, Pipe Man Slim, you're not supposed to be complaining. You're supposed to be going like this. I get to buy more. That's why you haven't done things the right way, my friend. So Pipe Man Slim, first and foremost, before anything else, do your homework. Because once you do your homework, you don't panic. Because you either believe in the product or you don't. You either invest or you get out. Have you guys seen, Sean, V-Chain dropped, okay, all the way to a penny and a half. Did I did I flinch at any time? You know what I did? I bought more. Now it's at five pennies. I lowered, I bought originally V-Chain at five, seven, and five, six, and seven cents. Pipe Man Slim. Originally, I bought it three years ago. During this, during this bear, it dropped all the way to a penny and a half. Do you know what I did? I bought a hell of a lot more. Lowered my overall price to two cents. How do you like that? Now it's at five pennies. Now I've doubled my investment overall now. Instead of me waiting for it to come back to five, six, seven cents, I lowered my overall average to two pennies. So right now I'm in pure profit if I feel like selling. Why? Because I study VeChain. Because I know what they're doing. And this is why I tell you all the time, please do your homework so you can actually read up on what you're investing in. And then you either have conviction or you don't. All right. There's your, there's your edumacation, Pipe Man Slim. Oh, let's see. Big O went to the hockey game Saturday versus the Capitals. Game was so good, an A++, and went to the other Saturday game, Avalanche. will be there versus the Lightning. Good for you, Anthony. Good for you. Dude67 says, take some edibles and watch Anukaki movie. That will keep you busy. I've watched a lot of shit, bro. That's all I can do, bro. That's all I can do, dude67. Share Bear is in the house. I would suggest get a rowboat and go fishing. <laughs> Chad says, thank you. Oh, if you're getting a group together for next year, I'll definitely make sure to be out there. Yes, we're going to get a group together for the uh, for the DCC next year. A big old group together. Let's have some fun. Let's all ride together. Let's do it. Lisa Rose says, OJ says he did the DCC yesterday, all 99 miles. Took him six hours, says he's shot today. Yeah, I'm not, I, you know, no. I'm, first of all, I have to get in shape to do 99. But then when you do 99, oh, my God. No, that's just, that's a little too long. Yeah. Trump is better. I voted for Biden last time. I, um, when you start thinking anybody's better, I worry about you, Matthew. Okay. Anybody that thinks anything is good about those guys, you know, that's all right. So, uh, let's see. What else do we have? Adam says, I think he means Purdue basketball. 
Uh, kids game on college hoops. Uh, college hoops is right. Big O. I miss the old big East with the tourney at the garden. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw young men playing college basketball. Now we're watching a bunch of high schoolers with a few more pimp with a few pimples on their bodies, you know, playing, uh, this game. So let's go. Yukon says, uh, Paul in Connecticut shocker. I love the 89s and the 99s, college b-ball. NBA sucks now. Well, the regular season is kind of is a monster joke nowadays in the NBA. It's a bigger joke than it's ever been, unfortunately. Uh, let's and you know what? College basketball, just watch the tourney. Right? It's kind of what it is. At least the tourney's still entertaining, you know? Doesn't mean nearly as much, but it's entertaining. Dude 67 says, we lived in the best era of America. Big O feels sorry for these kids growing up in this country now. Yep. Yep. We definitely lived in a much better era than they do now. But then again, I mean, kids kind of bring it on themselves. You know, they're they're idiots nowadays. That's, I mean, let's be honest. You know, they just do a lot of stupid shit that we did not do. Uh, Adolfo says, my son is now a Dolphins fan, and he keeps calling the Jets the stinky little rats that we call the Jets. He saw the video where the coach tripped the player. Should I tell him to stop? No, no, no. You have raised him well. You, you are raising your son the proper way to hate the Jets. That That's just kind of the way you got to do it. You know? Uh, so now is when people realize that Drake Callender is the second best player on Inter Miami. Um, he might be the most important player on Inter Miami. FOMO is a great way to get wrecked. Amen, Kyle, because you don't do your homework and then you don't know what's really going on. So in a pump in a volatility move up or down, you re still don't know what's going on. You're the most dangerous person to your wallet is a FOMO artist. Thousand percent right, Kyle. Uh, anyway, what was, uh, what were, you, what, were you, what were we talking about right now that uh, was uh, sparking me to uh, lead me in a direction? What was I talking about right now? Hmm. Anyway, Big O, I re-listened to everything you said from Friday on the Dolphins and how new music and sports talk radio is a thing of the past. Yes, yes, it is. Anyway, um, on the oh, on the interfront. Last night I watched the game, obviously, because I watch all the inter games. I love inter. And they played to a 1-1 tie. Messi bailed them out at the end in the 93rd minute. He got the goal. Couple things. Okay. One. Um, this defense is pathetic. Last night, there was no defense. And it was all calendar. 
Calendar won the game, by the way, for them, basically. The only reason you walked out of there with a tie is because of Calendar. Save after save after save. It should have been three or four to one, to be quite honest. It was, it was, I, I don't know how you're going to win with that kind of defense. The offense has to pick it up. Now, but you have no, and I know Taylor Twelman was talking about it in the, and he's right. There's no speed. And then I'm thinking, why is Campana on the on the bench? They brought him out in the 60-something minute, right? But to me, if you need a difference maker out there that can do a little bit more for you. You don't have Kramoski, right? But I think a guy like Campana, and you see Suarez out there in one leg. First of all, why are you playing him? So you know he's banged up, and you took him on a world tour instead of actually resting him. Don't even play him. Let me ask you something. What has Suarez contributed? What does he look like he's doing out there? Because he's not doing jack shit. Campana right now would be much better for the team. Plus. You give, I get it. You paid for Suarez. It's the name, yada, 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 all that. Dude, let me tell you something. Just for the for the Moss family, for Tata, for everybody out there, for Chris Henderson, nobody's going to miss Suarez if he misses a couple weeks. They want to see Messi more than anything else. So I get it. You paid the guy money and all that kind of stuff. But playing an old guy on one leg, doesn't make any sense playing a young guy with fresh legs makes all the sense oh and by the way a young guy that has proven more than enough that he's super effective in this league so now you give him Messi and Busquets and others to set him up I get who Luis Suarez is has been his reputation, all of that. Right now, Campana is the better player. And for the moment, he brings something that even Luis Suarez can't bring when he's healthy. Youth and speed and legs. There, there's a reason why Taylor is successful, right? He's taken advantage of the opportunities created by others around him and he finishes him same thing for campana he can do the same thing for you w what are we doing here i i don't get that part so i disagree with data not starting campana i disagree with data with the moss brothers with chris henderson if this is just a money grab, oh, no, we got to play Suarez. We're paying him. Dumb. Dumb. If that's what you're doing, it's plain stupid. That's all I got to say.
So I don't get this one. Saturday, they play Orlando City. We'll see. We'll see. But, man, I got to tell you, that defense was atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Christian says, I'm still up 170% on Jasmine. Exactly. Because you're you invested early on. You hung in there. You waited and rock bottom to for it to climb back up again. That's what an investor does. Uh, you have more bedroom time. That's good car, bro. Moving around with that brace. Eh, it's not it's it's not fun in bed bro it's not a it's not it's not the it's not the fun you would think in other words you know what i'm saying uh pipe man says i was just kidding oh i got in on ethereum when you told us to buy 900 yeah but you were you were talking jasmine not ethereum you said jasmine you sounded like you just got in on Jasmine. Uh, you're losing one loyal listener this afternoon. I'm putting my dog down. Oh, God. Damn, I'm sorry, Alexis. Jesus. Wow. Prayers, brother. <sighs> so that's that's what, when, every time I lose a dog, it's just, it's devastation, bro. Devastation. Devastation. That's been one of my, it's been one of my blessings. My wife brings up, you know, uh, the, the little dogs, my, my maiden came up to see me yesterday and she, she hung out there, but she can't get on the bed. She's not allowed to be on the bed, but she came by to say hi. And she's, you know, sat there next to me on the bed. So that was cool. Uh, but, uh, she brings up the, the little dogs. So I get to, you know, hang out with the little dogs and that's good therapy. Definitely. My uh, my little dog, Ollie, should be one of those uh, therapy dogs because he is he is absolute therapy, man. Nothing like dogs, man. Nothing like dogs. Digital currency is dead like that graveyard outback. Well, <laughs> don't tell Elizabeth Warren that she wants to stick you with the uh, with um with that digital currency, buddy. I want to stick you with that CBDC. Uh, Matthew Owen, Jamie is in. Let's pick UFL team to track. Uh, no. Uh, I guess one good thing about college basketball these days, it's more unpredictable than before since most of the talent level D1 college basketball is equal. Yeah, yeah, but they're also a whole bunch of unknowns. You don't know anybody. They're nobodies, and that's the problem. It's a good experience being your own species as well, reading other people's opinions about their habits. Big O, would you rather watch college basketball or would you rather rewatch Alicia Keys' Super Bowl performance? Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys. Curves, curves, curves. I'm a man about curves. Love me some curves. Big O, the NBA regular season sucks nowadays, 
And us as Heat fans have been spoiled with great playoff runs recently. Yes. Yes. And I'm hoping for another one. Uh, Big O, how high do you think Polka Dot will go? I think I think Polka Dot will go into the 50s to $70. That's what I think. Uh, Big O, have you seen Joy Taylor's recent IG picks? No, I have not. But what are they? Like all the other ones? Beautiful? <laughs> What's... What's what picture does Joy Taylor not take and not look beautiful? You know what I'm saying? So, I, I you know, you know, it's like, uh, you know, just going on a Salma Hayek IG, you know, like, can you lose? No, it's always going to be a great trip, you know. Lala Anthony, that's another one I follow. Like, is that ever a bad pick? That woman can't take a bad pick. Although I will tell you this about Lala. And it has nothing to do with Lala, actually. I don't watch any of these uh, housewives, uh, basketball wives, uh, bachelor, bachelorette, uh, um, what, what's that, uh, survivor, big brother. I don't watch any of that live shit, uh, reality shit, okay? I have no interest in any of it. Now, I don't know. I don't know what the, the it's basketball wives. Is that the one with Lala and the other lady? And then the annoying guy and the old spice commercial. I just want to know this from anybody that watches that show. Do you find the commercial funny because you watch the show and you know, the character? Cause I got to tell you something. The Old Spice commercials are incredibly annoying with that guy. Now, I want to watch them every time because of Lala. My wife told me the name of the other woman because I told her to look it up. Because she is, like, gorgeous. Like, beyond gorgeous. I forgot her name. Some kind of a agent or trainer or something she's not even an actress she's something else or something all right i think my my wife when she read the whole thing that woman is gorgeous jesus christ that woman that's the only reason to watch the old spice commercial for those two ladies for lala and the other one who's dropped dead gorgeous but that guy is annoying as shit dude it's like a terrible commercial I just got to bring that up just in case for anybody out there. But that that is a horrible commercial. He ruins it every... It's it's annoying that he's annoyed. Just got to say. But those two women are... Wow. Devastatingly beautiful. He's a stand-up comic. Well, write some better material. Because there's nothing funny about those commercials. Okay? Nothing funny about that guy at all. Annoying as a mofo. But those two women... <sighs> wow. Dogs are a gift, Matthew. You are correct. 
Uh, going back to the Finns, I remember calling Slater seven years ago saying Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger out of the AFC. The Dolphins not going anywhere now. KC won three Super Bowls. Okay. And I hope Andy's doing well. Uh, let's see. I don't trust Stephen Ross, but at least he's trying. That's true. That's true. Big O, Willie from Medellin. There we go. He's checking in. Dion Cole is his name. Okay. Well, Dion Cole is annoying, and I wish they would get rid of him. I don't think you need him for the commercials. Just all you need is those two lovely ladies. Those two lovely ladies. By the way, Jasmine just went up 3%. I just saw it go from 1.5 to 1.6. So maybe Pipe Man Slim, you can calm down a little bit. <laughs> Gala's up 9%, by the way. Illuvium's up 10, almost 11%, making it to $110. Let's go, Illuvium. Love it. Freaking love it. Ethereum's over 3100 3121 now polygons up seven and a half percent to a dollar four v chains up 11 percent to 493 approaching five centavos bitcoins over forty two thousand now it's been between 51 and 52 all for like a week and a half now it shot over 52 to 52,670 so trying to make its way to 53 now, it's up 2%. Roll Bitcoin is up 13% to 16.5 cents. Okay, not bad. Not bad, ladies and gentlemen. So we got stuff moving now. I like it. Avalanche is up 3%. Immutable X, Immutable X has been moving a lot. It's up to 323. It's up 3% today. Star Atlas up 5%. Let me tell you something. Aletheia, we've hit on it twice. Long shot, small market cap. Jasmine, small market cap. We're, we're hitting on it. I mean, one guy says he's up 170%. I'm up the same thing. I'm up a, a shit ton also. We all can take profits, right? We all, we're all winning here. If we want to take profits, we can take profits. We want to hold on for more. You can take that gamble too. Go ahead. But you, you made your money. It's up to you now. How far you want to go now, right? We can lead a horse to water. It's up to you to drink it. We led you to the Jasmine water. We led you to the Aletheia water. Correct? We led you to Shib three years ago, 15X. We led you to injective protocol two, nearly two years ago, over 2,200% up. So, and they were, it was a small market cap at that moment. Not anymore. So there's a lot of small market caps that we actually are hitting on. More than I normally should, or you should, or anybody should. It's weird that we're hitting on this many. Star Atlas is another one that has not blown up yet. It's up 5%. It's gone up a little bit. Right now, Star Atlas is at 
52 thousandth of a penny. So it's at half a penny. Okay? Spin as low as 17 thousandth of a penny. No, 13 thousandth of a penny. And I load it up. Wait on there. So I'm already in the green completely with Star Atlas at half a penny because I bought the bottom. I loaded up at the bottom big. So we're already in the green, some of us. This was 24 cents. This is a 50K from here. Let me tell you the difference between Star Atlas and Jasmine. Okay? Jasmine's blown up now. Star Atlas has not blown up yet. These are the ones you make money on, the ones that are less than a penny, digits behind a penny, all kinds of shit like that. Do you want to know what the difference is? Binance, Crypto.com, uh, Coinbase. You can go buy Star Atlas on Coinbase. You can buy Star Atlas on Crypto.com. You can buy Star Atlas on Binance. I'm sorry, Jasmine, you can buy on Coinbase. You can buy on Crypto.com. You can buy on Binance. You can't buy Star Atlas. Starless, you got to swap it on Exodus, swap it on Tangem, go to a DeFi platform, go to coin, coin, coinmarketcap.com, put Star Atlas and scroll down about halfway. Like all coins, you'll see a list where to buy it, but it's not on the big exchanges yet. It's on the Solana blockchain. I think it's going to be a monster. I am not a financial advisor by any stretch. The second star atlas gets put on Coinbase, on Binance, on Crypto.com. Wham! Because the general public does not know about star atlas or how to find it. Could be wrong. Not going to be the first time, not going to be the last, because I'm far from perfect. But just throwing it out there. You do what you want with it. Uh, Orlando, I hate to keep nagging you on this, uh, but the wife, uh, yes, I, yeah, it's my fault with the, I got to get that stuff done, my brother. Thank you, Ocala Joe. I will get it done. If I was a surgeon, how could I ensure job security? Um, Don't kill anybody. That you weren't supposed to. Because you lose weight, do you refer to you as medium O, then skinny O? Nah, nah, nah. We stay big O. We stay big O. Saludos, amigo, from Tijuana, Mexico. Thank you, sir. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's see. Uh, my dog Bradley is like my son. Yep, that's how I treat all my dogs. They're like my kids. I love my my kids to death, man. Definitely. Oh, what else do we have here? Big O, what happened to Captain Curtis after he was let go? Have you talked to him? No, I have not, actually. I have not talked or seen Captain Curtis in forever. I know he was working at a car dealership. Um, but we lost a lot of good people, man. It's a terrible business, guys. It's a terrible business. 
you don't want to you don't want to work in this business a lot of good people man so uh, i lost my producer brandon rodriguez who's one of the best human beings you'll ever run into he's in tv um josh freeman's a good dude uh it's just a lot of good people that you know over the years they come and they go and and especially the last couple years where they really walloped the hell out of this business you have to buy the cryptos before they pump yep amen kyle you are correct old spice should recruit austin powers for the commercial yeah baby Vishal says up to 1.08 of a Bitcoin going for 125. Do it, man. Keep doing it. Damn, uh, you're dropping some serious alpha today. I know people are listening. Well, I hope so. I hope so, bro. Uh, Captain Saki, morning, fellas, checking in from the Gulf of Mexico in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Thank you. Thank you, sir. As always, let's get to our three graphics sports calendar. Why don't we? All right. Last night, Inter Miami and the Galaxy played to a 1-1 tie. Messi scored in the 92nd minute. Calendar was just absolutely outstanding. Saturday, they take on Orlando City. The Heat on Friday defeated the Pelicans. Fly Pelican Fly, 106-95, although they did get uh, Jovic and uh, Butler suspended in that little fracas. Nothing. It was nothing big that went up. A little dust up. Nothing more, nothing less. All that good stuff. Uh, but anyway, they did beat the Pelicans even after Jimmy was ejected. 106 to 95. Tyler did get banged up. Shocker. He's fragile. Tonight, the Heat and the Kings, 10 o'clock on NBA TV. Panthers on Saturday defeated the Crapitals 3 to 2 in overtime. Tomorrow, they host the Sabres at 7. Um, last night, Memphis defeated FAU 78-74. to The Owls dropped to 21-7, 11-4 in the American Conference. Uh, John L. Davis and, and Elijah Martin did not shoot well, 6-15, 6-13. So uh, they needed more from those guys. Saturday, they take on Tulane at noon. On Saturday, G-Tech defeated UM 80-76. to No Nigel Pack. They've got uh, tonight, they're at UNC at 7 o'clock. That should be a slaughter. And on Saturday, uh, Nova Southeastern defeated Florida Southern College. They won the Sunshine State Conference title again with a 93-63 win. Shane Hunter had 19 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 blocks. MJ Araldi. Had 17 points and nine rebounds. He shot five of six from three-point range. They will take on the University of Tampa on Wednesday on the road at 7 o'clock. Congratulations to Nova Southeastern University winning the Sunshine State Conference title. Again, hell of a job, man. Hell of a job. That is your 3A Graphics Sports Calendar. If you need custom printing and embroidery, please call Alan Blanco, 786-618. 1443. Remember Cash App or Venmo. Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Ocala Joe is in the house. He drops a little Cash App. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Remember Cash App or Venmo. That's Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. Cash App or Venmo. Always appreciate the donations. We get 100%. All right, let's take a quick break. Our number two is next right here on the Big O Radio Show. This podcast replay is brought to you by EssentialMovingExperts.com. Five-star rated 25 years of experience in the moving business. Family owned and operated. They offer free 30-day storage. Fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Mention the big O and get $150 off. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com. All right, all right, all right. Hope you all are doing well. Our number two of the program, Ira, will join us in this hour on the back end of the hour. So he'll join us and we'll have some fun. We'll talk some basketball, get ready for the game tonight as the Heat are back in action against the Kings. 10 o'clock. Damn it. Late game. Uh, Late watching for us here on the show. I'm sure for a lot of you also out there. It's one of those days where you uh, wake up the next day to go to work and you're uh, yawning half the time. Right. Uh, We uh, love talking about MVPs, you know, and uh, last night uh, we had, uh, you know, uh, address something called the Cutter's Edge MVP of the night. Who's last night's MVP? For your complete landscape solutions anywhere in South Florida, there's only one MVP. CuttersEdgePro.com. Here's our CuttersEdgePro.com MVP of the night. You know, last night we uh, we watched Inter Miami eke out a tie, a draw. Uh, with the L.A. Galaxy, it wasn't going to be an easy game. It wasn't a pretty game either because the defense for Miami was absolutely terrible. But there is one part of that defense that is not terrible. In fact, it is elite. Um, Miami is blessed to have one of the best goalies in the entire MLS. I don't know where he ranks because I am not smart enough to tell you where he ranks. But I can tell you this. He's probably a top five goalie. And last night, he had to make eight saves, right? I think it was eight freaking saves last night for, including, by the way, a PK. And Drake Callender, I don't think we say enough about Drake Callender. Uh, it's it's so easy and lazy to say that Messi is the most important player on the team. But if you don't have a goalie like Drake Callender, you don't even make the playoffs last year. You don't do anything last year. You don't win uh, – not, not – obviously, you didn't make the playoffs. But I mean, uh, you don't win the – what was it called? The whatever cup. You don't win that. You don't even go as deep as you did in the U.S. Open Cup. Drake Callender constantly is saving this team's ass. And last night, you could easily say Messi, you know, saved them for a tie. But really, if you watch the game, you only have a tie because of Drake Callender. The money's all on offense. So you guys are supposed to carry the team. Sorry, 
That's your fault, offense. You need to produce. But that defense is atrocious. And that guy is playing all by himself. And he had a couple of saves last night that were just that one where it was rifled from the right side and he had to jump and and hit it right under the crossbar that if he doesn't hit it, if he doesn't get his hand there in time, that's a goal. That was a beautiful strike by by the by the uh, opposing player from the galaxy. And that was a world class save. Obviously, the PK, my God. And you know what? He's done it so many times now. He's just good. You know what I mean? And Drake Callender for me is like William Quigley uh, here in South Florida with Cutter's Edge Pro dominating when you need landscaping and landscaping done the right way. You call the folks at Cutter's Edge Pro because they're going to be your MVPs for your business, your HOA complex, your home, you know, your neighbors. Everyone else is going to be envious of the work that Cutter's Edge Pro has done for you. So check them out, cuttersedgepro.com. Expect excellence. Synthetic turf, irrigation, tree trimming, landscape design, outdoor lighting. They do it all. Call William Quigley. Call Mike. Great people. Cuttersedgepro.com. The MVP of the night is brought to you by CuttersEdgePro.com. Servicing HOAs, condominiums, townhomes, commercial properties, corporate parks, and malls throughout South Florida. CuttersEdgePro.com. Providing South Florida MVP performance every day of the year. A good one there, man. Uh, CryptoFin says, Big O, heard you say Panthers winning the cup. Plus 900 on FanDuel. Just put in on it. That's a that's a good idea, dude. That is a good idea. A really, really good idea. Thank you, sir. I'm gonna look it up here in the NHL and see if they have the futures here. Because that would be oh here it is. Futures. Stanley Cup winner, Florida Panthers, plus eight fifty. Uh I am with you, bro. I just bet the Panthers myself right now. I took them plus 850. You got plus 900, you said, sir? Good for you. You just got a little better odds than I did. But I just went to the Hard Rock app, and I just put it down the Panthers. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Because if they win, I win. You win. We all win. Uh, let's see. They do goalkeeper of the year in the MLS. I don't know how Drake Callender is never considered. Well, I mean, last year was the year you could consider him. The year before was kind of a partial year, so I kind of get that. Because um, the year before was the year he took the job from, what was the name of the European guy? The um, I forgot his name now. He got injured and, lost, and, and he lost his job. They Wally pipped his ass. He got injured. I forgot his name anyways, but he's um he he uh he was a guy that you know he was a veteran goaltender. This find here, man, a fine calendar, it's, it's such a young age. That is freaking impressive, dude. Make sure you never let him go because that guy is god, he is awesome. Uh, and we should be watching him play for the for our national team soon enough. 
By the way, Bitcoin's at 53,292. Just like that. 53,292. It's only a matter of time. I mean, it, it, you knew it was going to start exploding again. So, you know. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Where do I go to make that bet on the hard rock? You go to NHL and then you hit more results and then it'll have um, team results or whatever it'll say. You, you, you go team futures. So what you do is you hit NHL and then you hit view all games. When you go to view all games, it'll say team futures right next to it. You hit team futures and you have Stanley Cup winner right there. Conference winner. Oh, you know what? Let's put a, a couple of bucks on the conference winner. Well, you guys are helping me out here now. I only put Stanley Cup winner, but I'm going all in. I'm going conference winner too. Division winner? Oh, they're minus 135. Now nah, that's not value. Oh, by the way, for conference winner, uh, Panthers are plus 425. So I'm good with that. That's see, that's value. You you got you gotta go with value, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all about. Okay. Thank you, Donardo. Very nice of you. Thank you for the speedy recovery. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh Shutang Shung or Sheng Tu Shung. Oh, is it wise you think to get to a, a contract now? Shouldn't front office milk it? Why so eager? Um, listen, dude, you, you got to understand. You don't believe in him. So that's your problem. That's all. I believe in him. I have no problem giving him the contract. I understand making him wait because I wasn't happy with the turnovers this year, but I get it. They need the money. They open up the space. Plus, I think it's McDaniel Moore. If I'm telling you McDaniel's the problem. And so those of you that don't believe, that's why you're hung up on that. That's all. You don't believe in the kid. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, no, it's not cheaper to wait, actually. Because if he goes out next year and he balls out and goes deep into the playoffs, you'll pay more. So maybe you'll pay 45 50 this year. If he pulls a deep run, God, how about if they win the Super Bowl next year? Then you're paying 55. You're paying, you're paying top of the line at that point. So you're better off paying now because now you have an argument. Well, you had the turnovers and this and that and all that. You know, you have something to hang your hat on. Um, next year you may not have anything to hang your hat on, and then you're really screwed. So get it done now. It buys you the two years uh, until his salary really kicks in. You know? But either way, it's just a matter of whether you believe in him or not. And as I told you guys, I am not here to, uh, to convince you guys. If you don't believe in him, you know, I can't do anything about that. What's it saying about Paul Weller here? He's got a new album. 
Okay. Like to see Paul Weller in concert. Be good. Do a little style council, a little jam, solo stuff. Paul Weller is one of those under the radar artists that a lot of people don't know. And he is absolutely fantastic, dude. If you don't know anything about the style council or the jam, then, you know. But his solo stuff is just absolutely awesome, man. It was, um, I was, I was uh, perusing through YouTube yesterday and I realized that uh, Alan Parsons is not in the Hall of Fame. Because I, you know, I, I ran into a couple of Alan Parsons songs and and I'm sitting there going and I looked it up to see if he was in the Hall of Fame. Right. I, I looked his Wikipedia page up and he's not in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, this is a conversation we can have with many, 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 many artists. Right. And it, it's weird because. You look at T-Rex is in the Hall of Fame, and yet Alan Parsons, okay? The sound engineer on albums The Beatles' Abbey Road, Let It Be, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, Ambrosia's first two albums, which had all kinds of hits. Then, of course, the Alan Parsons project. He also changed... He, he did Al Stewart, Year of the Cat, the song Year of the Cat, was a folky song. He completely changed the way the tune went, and he made it more poppy than it was, and he made it completely sound different for Al. And then the rest is history. Al Stewart went on to, you know, get it done. So Parsons, by the way, been all over the place and it's just you know crazy shit that you're like okay wait a minute okay this is a guy that was like he did dark side of the moon and then he like declined to do wish you were here because he had to go do his solo album and and obviously his band was incredibly successful so if you're going to put t-rex or donovan in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, how in the hell is Alan Parsons not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And I, I did not realize that till yesterday when I looked it up and I said, my God, this guy is not in the Hall of Fame. This is like one of the greatest like musical minds. And he had such an impact on so many great bands. And then he said, you know, I can do this stuff myself. And he went and did it himself. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Crazy. Really crazy. How, how Alan Parsons is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Anyway. Uh, Bitcoin, yes, it does rise above 53, my friend. It was a matter of time. We're, gonna, we're heading to 60. We're heading to 60. That's like automatic. And I think we're going to pass the 67, the all-time high, before we get to the halving. I really believe that. 
Big O, that Watson deal has to be the worst contract ever. Yeah, well, that well, I mean, Cleveland's a stupid franchise, and they, and you know, the owner does a lot of stupid things. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Big O and Sean. Hope you all had a good weekend. Yeah, I bedridden weekend. It was a, it was kind of frustrating for me too because Friday. I didn't have anybody that could take me to the Vandenberg concert because my wife had commitments, family commitments. My daughter was traveling. She's uh, um, she's skiing now. Um, I, I had nobody, man. Nobody. My, my best friend was going to another concert that he already was set up with. He was going to Glenn Hughes. So um, I, I just didn't have anybody to take me. I was really frustrated on Friday night, man. I really wanted to see Adrian Vandenberg. I hadn't seen him since the 80s. And uh, I'm a fan of his talent. And I really would have loved to have seen him. Anybody, by the way, anybody go to the Vandenberg concert on Friday over at the Parker? How was it? Give me a spy report, bro. Give me a spy report on, on the Vandenberg concert. That was frustrating. Speaking of music, by the way, Friday you have the Eagles and Steely Dan at the Hard Rock Live. And Saturday, be prepared, by the way, um, Donald Fagan kind of talks it more than sings it nowadays, just in case. The Eagles lineup is solid. It's entertaining. You'll be fine. Uh, Friday, Bob Dylan is at the Broward Center also on Saturday. Sunday, the Beach Boys are at the Sunrise Theater in Fort Pierce. Next Wednesday, March 6th, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. This Friday also, Soldier Boy at Live Nightclub. And Saturday, ZZ Top is at Key West at the Coffee Butter Amphitheater. Interesting name. Then next Wednesday, March 6th, Brian Adams and Dave Stewart of Eurythmics at the Amaranth Bank Arena. March 6th also on Wednesday, next Wednesday, Steve Hackett, formerly of Yes, Pompano Amp. Uh, I'm sorry, Genesis, not yes, Genesis, uh, March 7th, Thursday, K, KK Downing's priest, along with LA guns at the culture room. That's a pretty good show, dude. March 8th air supply at the magic city. So if you want to take that, uh, special someone and one more thing, entertainment wise, bad boys, they're filming part four. You cannot go from 6 a.m. to noon, so you have about 40 more minutes, northbound on A1A on Las Olas and Bayshore Drive in Fort Lauderdale. It's all closed, okay? And don't show up there because Will Smith will slap your ass, okay? just want you to know that. So if you show up to the bad boys filming, they're going to slap your ass. I'm, just, I'm warning you. You've been warned. You don't want to get slapped? Don't go. Okay? Don't go. What else do we have here? Uh, let's go with birthdays. Not a long list, but actually a couple of decent names on it. Uh, let's go with Johnny Cash. Born in 1932. We lost him in 2003. That's kind of a big name there. Uh, what else? What else? It's only a couple of names. Erica Badu. What a talent. She is 53 years old. Great music. For you fellas out there that aren't 
you know, maybe not uh, too well versed with Erica Badu. Great music to uh, make a little love to, by the way. Man, she's got a... She's got junk in that trunk. Strong junk. Speaking of junk, Brittany Renner is 32. I know that Instagram star. She's uh, slept with half the NBA. Michael Bolton is 71. He has slept with most women that go to his concert. Uh, let's see what else. I think it's, uh, we may have one more name. It's a short list, like I told you. But there were a couple people in it. Yep, that's about it. That is it. Those are the folks celebrating birthdays today. Let's go with music history, why don't we? In 65 on this date, Jimmy Page released a solo single in the UK called She Just Satisfies. The rocker played all the instruments on the track except for drums. He also produced it and sang lead vocals at the time. The future Led Zeppelin and Yardbirds Axeman was a successful session musician. In 2001, The Darkness made their live debut performing at a tribute gig at a London club to raise money for the family of a friend who committed suicide earlier that month. In, in 1977, on this date, the Eagles went to number one with New Kid in Town. The same day the band released another song, it was called Hotel California. In 97, at the 39th Annual Grammy Awards, Beck won big, taking home a trophy for Best Alternative Music Performance for Odile and Best Male Rock Performance for Where It's At. In 2011, Royal Distribution Service BMI announced that Queen's We Will Rock You was still the most played song at U.S. sporting events. The company collected data from MLB, NFL, NHL games that showed that the song was number one overall. And that, my friends, is what happened today in Music Historia. All right? All right. We're good. All right. What else do we have? No Jimmy Butler, no Jovich tonight. Let's see if they can get it done. That'll be a challenge, man. That will be one hell of a challenge. By the way, can I ask something? Um, why so much hate for Kelsey and Swift? Why are people constantly... I get it because it's just negativity sells. Sensationalism sells, like I tell you all the time. And it's just... It's just articles and opinions on why they won't last. You know, I get it if it's Brittany Renner marrying anybody because she's a disaster, right? She has one agenda or uh, Larsa Pippen or Kim Kardashian. You know, I, I get it when, when train wrecks are trying to get married. Madonna. You know, it's it, it, it's hard. It's hard to take some people seriously. You can't take Madonna seriously. You can't take Kim K seriously. You can't take Larsa Pippen seriously. Right? I, I get those people. But, you know, 
these two are normal. Those other people, there was already something wrong with those people as it is. You know, they're already agenda, attention agenda type people as it is. I mean, Larsa Pippen has zero talent except she's a piece of ass. You know what I'm saying? And so some of these people, Brittany Renner, I guess she's a former soccer player and she can dribble. But outside of that, what's the talent? None. You're a piece of ass that attracts men. That's it. So I get when it's those disasters. And yeah, yeah that won't last. But it, it's like people just going out of the And listen, you're not going to write an article. They're going to last forever because nobody will read it. So you got to write something negative because people love negativity. They love train wrecks. That's kind of what our society is all about. You know what I'm saying? But it's just kind of funny. I, I see all these articles and I'm like, what's wrong with you people, man? Like, who cares? Just leave them alone. Whether it lasts or it doesn't, you know, hopefully it does. Hopefully they both are able to find somebody they can be with. It's not an easy thing, by the way. Lots of people, let's not make it sound like the rest of us are, you know, super successful and we know what the hell we're doing and all that. And, you know, I can't say I know what the hell I'm doing. Maybe I'm just lucky that I've been with the same person forever. But it just, you know, I, I just don't understand that, dude. It's just like, let me let me write an article, go out of my way to just hope that these two people break up it's just so funny to you peruse through all these websites and they're dying to tell you reasons why it won't last <laughs> too much oh will we ever see greta or any other current rock band headline the super bowl halftime show yes if their music becomes mainstream that year and they have several hits off their album if it's a band that does that, any rock band, they will have a chance. Yes. But they have to go mainstream is what has to happen. And if they're not mainstream, then no. But it has to be something that crosses over into pop. Like Back in Black did, that kind of stuff. You have to do things like that, like Pyromania like Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, their early albums. Um, you know, uh, what's it called? Suck My Kiss and, and all that kind of stuff. Californication, that's another album. But it, it's got to be stuff like that, okay? You've got to cross over and, and get people into it, you know, uh, a struts, which, by the way, I am actually... I got to tell you something I was so wrong about. Oh, my God, was I wrong about this? I saw the struts at the culture room about six years ago. And I told my buddy, this will be the last time we see him here. They're going to go big. They'll be an arena band soon. And they have not yet gotten to that point, which I, I am. It's beyond me because I think they're an excellent band. But they have the kind of music that has a chance that if they put an album together, they could have two or three radio hits, which is what they would need. And then, yes, something like that, you know, but they have to go mainstream. Has to. You have to hear it on Y100 and 
any of those kind of poppy stations, you have to be able to hear their music there. Once it crosses over, then you've got a chance. But if it doesn't cross over, there's no chance we'll ever see another rock band ever again at the halftime Super Bowl. Okay? That's that's the requirement. Frank says, Big O, just catching up. I know Suarez is playing with one leg, but when Campana came in, he did nothing. Secondly, Suarez had an assist in the first game. Yeah, but I, I still would play. I mean, if you, he's a veteran. So even when he's not at his best, he's still going to make some kind of an impact. You know what I'm saying? And Campana was brought in the 80th minute in that last game. This time they brought him in the 60-something minute. But you got to start him. So he gets in a groove and then the top guys will, will, will get him the ball like they did for Taylor in the last game. And that's where I think Campana becomes a beneficiary because the veterans that are there are elite pastors. And so that will help because Campana has some speed and some athleticism where he can get some separation, where he can get out in the open part of the pitch, especially on the back third. They're where we need to finish. So for me, I mean, Campana, you, the one thing you can't deny, Frankie, whenever he plays, he creates opportunities. But you got to play him. And they haven't played him enough. And so that's where, and I would not play Suarez at all right now. I would get him healthy. I think it's stupid that you keep playing a guy that's injured, an old player that's injured. Get him some rest, bro. Get him healthy. Big O, hear me out. Michael Bolton and Kenny G, powerhouse in the 90s. A lot of babies made them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know about Kenny G, but Michael Bolton was probably uh, laying some wood. Uh, Inter-Miami could be the next Dolphins. All hype, but not good enough. We knew Inter-Miami's defense was going to suck, but the offense only scoring one goal with 10 men versus L.A. is a concern. Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Only positive thing I saw last night was that uh, Tata made a formation change the second half, and that's why Miami played way better in the second half. McDaniel should take notes, yeah? Yeah. Uh, the Kardashians are yesterday's news. Well, you know, men are still uh, using them up. Uh, let's see. Saliva should be the halftime show. That definitely will never happen. Uh, there's a higher upside for Campana than there is for Suarez. Campana should see more. Of course, bro, please. Just watch Campana play. He's always making plays. Always. It's impressive how Campana is always rocking. Bitcoin holding above 53 right now. Let's see what else. I want to see. I want to see V Chain hit that five cent mark now. Those of you that that went with V Chain uh, at a cent and a half or two, and you stayed with it, props to you, man. That's that's conviction, you know. Uh, let's see what else do we have going on. Remember Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show, Cash App or Venmo. And you can also make a Bitcoin donation, Cash App or Venmo. 
Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. So we had some cuts on uh, Friday as uh, the Dolphins cut Emmanuel Agba, which we kind of told you that was going to happen, $13.7 million. They, uh, they, get, they get $4 million of dead money. They're able to save $13.7 million overall. They cut X-Men, which we told you that was going to happen two years ago. Post-June cut, they'll save $18.5 million in space. He had a $26 million number in 2024. They now have $7.4 million in dead space money. Uh, remember, the cap space will not be able to be used till June, but that's not a problem because I can see a Rob Hunt getting tagged and then waiting till that, that date to then renegotiate his to, to then give him the contract. Or, yeah, I don't know. The Christian Wilkins one might be a little different. It might be a tag just to kind of maybe keep him for one more year, if anything. I don't think they're going to give him a long-term contract. I think it's more along the lines of Rob Hunt, something like that. Um, so stuff like that happened, okay? And then the question is, where else are the cuts coming from? And Cedric Wilson, don't expect him back. Robbie Chosen, don't expect him back. Tyler Croft, don't expect him back. Jeff Wilson. I think it's uh, time to part ways with Jeff Wilson. I think you can do better. Either you draft or you go and upgrade with Derrick Henry and you pound the shit out of people with Derrick Henry and Mostert. And you have Chris Brooks as one of your backups to Derrick Henry, which would be really good. And a Chan backing up Mostert. That would be kind of the combination I like. So Jeff Wilson is about $2 million, I think, that you open up. So Jeff Wilson's one of those guys. Christian Wilkins, again, I don't think he's coming back. We'll see. I could be wrong, you know. Uh, Dan Graziano had a report last week, and I'm a, I'm a Graziano fan. I respect him, but I still need to see it to believe it, to be quite honest. Because a lot of people are talking about Christian Wilkins' sacks, but they're not pointing out where those sacks came from and against who. And I think that will be a, a negative against him for Miami to re-sign. That's just me. We'll see. Been wrong before. Could be wrong again. Jerome Baker, I don't expect him back. I don't expect Melvin Ingram back. I don't expect Eli Apple back. All these cuts should happen and obviously, that should also end up creating even more room, okay? Then uh, agreeing to a contract with Tua Tungavailoa will also free up more room, okay? I think that's what's going to end up happening, and we'll see now. We'll find out over the next uh, week or two here as we lead to the new uh, calendar year. They're going to have to make those moves. Okay. Campana can't even crack the Ecuadorian national team. Well, I don't care, but I see him in the MLS. I don't give a shit about the Ecuadorian national team, Frankie. I care about the MLS, right? That's what I care about. What was he last year on the team? Oh, wait. Maybe I got to do it this way. Let's go. Let's go to the stats. 
I don't know if these websites keep the stats from the year before. Do they? Yes, they do. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Stats. Goals. Last year. Oh, it's the other way. Okay. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Leo Campana had nine goals last year in 2023. Martinez had seven. Taylor had four. Farias had three. Kromoski had two. Ruiz had two. So you tell me. What do we do? If Campana is one of your leading goal scorers in the MLS. I don't give a shit about Ecuador. Ecuador can kiss my ass. What do I give a shit about the Ecuador or Argentine or Brazilian national team or anything like that? How do you play in the MLS? And that's all I ever see from Campana, that he can play in the MLS. Guy had nine goals last year and 11 goals the year before. I'm not sure what you're watching, Frankie, but I'm watching a guy that is effective in the MLS. Again, don't give a shit about Ecuador. Nothing personal, by the way, for Ecuador or any other. But I don't give a shit about any national team except the U.S. All I know is that Campana can play here and be very effective. That's all I've ever seen from the kid. He can play. My problem with Campana, Frankie, if you remember, leading up to last year, do you, do you know my one complaint about Campana? What was it, Sean? Let's see if you pay attention. What was my one complaint about Campana? Do you remember? You're, you're normal. It's staying healthy. Exactly. Oh, there you go. He remembers. Injuries. That was my only concern. Not that he couldn't play. Shit. He clearly can play. In this league, he's a damn good player. I, in fact, you know what, Frankie? Go listen to the broadcast in the last game. They brought him in in the 80th minute, so you only have to watch four or five minutes. Do you remember the quote I'm about to say, Sean? You watched the game when they brought in Campana in the last game? Okay. Do you remember the quote I'm about to say? Taylor Twelman said, 15 teams in the league easily would love to have Campana start on their roster. How's that, Frankie? How's that, my brother? Taylor Twelman said it. Go listen to the broadcast. Mark, guaranteed, may lightning strike my ass down right freaking now. He said it in the last broadcast. Half the league would love to have Campana starting on their on there. That's a starter coming off the bench and all that. That's what they were bragging about with Campana. So I I like the kid. My only knock on him was durability. He would get injured way too much. He had a he had a little Tyler Hero in him. So you know what I mean? I would use him and I would play him a lot more. Then 
Suarez right now. Checking in, Big O. God bless you, my friend. Keep up the good content. Thank you, sir. Big O, same goes for Metallica, Avenged Sevenfold, the Dropkick Murphys, and every rock band. Sadly, those days of them getting on the Super Bowl halftime show are long gone. Yeah. Yeah. They are. You're correct. The, you got to go mainstream. So if they come up with a rock album that the average person gets on board and loves it or whatever, then you've got a chance. But outside of that, you know, unless you're a rock legend and they just want to bring, you know, but they've done that already. They've brought the who and the stones and that kind of stuff. That's it. I could see my boys, U2, if they come up with their next album and it has a couple hits, I could see them bringing in U2 because U2 is still, you know, 40 years in and U2 can fill stadiums and arenas everywhere, multiple nights, anywhere they want to go. So they're still monsters. I reference the national squad because when you ball out, you get called up. But when you're not that good, you're left out. Or maybe they don't know what the hell they're doing in Ecuador. You ever thought of that? I mean, they're such a power. I mean, they're always doing so many right things. Ecuador is always tearing it up. Come on. Uh, I'm going to go with the MLS. And... I'm going to go with what, you know, he does here. I don't care about the, the, the national team means nothing to me whatsoever. Uh, talks resurfaced over the weekend. And all you got to do is listen to Dan Marino. And you would know that nothing's going to happen. And so uh, this weekend, Tom Garfinkel was approached about bringing back the classic logo the real logo and he said no we um we like having the new logo and then using the old logo twice a year as a special event and if you listen to dan marino the week before dan marino mentioned that when he was asked about the new logo he said well the old logo will never come back because the new logo is Ross's baby. And he doesn't think that he's ever going to part ways with it. So for those of you out there, it looks like I guess we can stop complaining about it because Stephen Ross does not give a shit about your complaints. He does not give a shit that he's done the wrong thing by the franchise. He doesn't care that he's insulted most of the franchise to be completely honest okay let's be honest now if we're gonna call it we got to call it like we see it i get look people that are tied to the team or cover the team or whatever maybe they don't want to rip into the guy because they're afraid and they got to go get a question or whatever that's fine i don't need to go search for stephen ross quotes okay but stephen ross clearly does not care that he has insulted the fan base and he did something that's incredibly unpopular. Incredibly unpopular. In fact, I believe 70% of you all that wear the new logo, you basically settled on it. And, you know, you're like my wife. She probably could have done a hell of a lot better than me, but she just settled for me. 
So, you know, could have done so much better. Poor woman. And, you know, she's stuck with me now. What a mistake she made. I mean, I made the right call, but she made just a terrible, terrible decision. So that's kind of what it is. You know, I don't believe all of you really love the logo. I think you just have learned to live with it, to be quite frank. But now we can close the door on it. We can end the discussions already. Marino told you the old man's not going to change it because the whale is his baby. And then Tom Garfinkel basically told you, no, no, we like the old logo to just be featured twice a year. So apparently that conversation's over. I thought, because I think Garfinkel wants to change it. This happened before he got here, but he's not, he doesn't own the team. You don't own the team. I don't own the team. So we have no control. So Stephen Ross wants to do the unpopular thing, which is keep that shitty logo. There you go. The there's I have one problem with it for me personally, Sean. One real problem for me. When we go to the Super Bowl and win it, which is inevitably 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 going to happen. Uh, when it does happen, the world championship hats and shirts are going to have the new logo on. Oh, God. You know what I'm going to do? When they make the Super Bowl this year, next year, and win it, before leading up to that Super Bowl, I'm going to print. I'm going to I'm going to pay some company somewhere, okay? To print me a world championship 2024, 2025, whatever it is with the new logo and I'll I'll make a, a special hat and I'll make a special shirt for it. I will. And I have the power. I have the power. You can't find this anywhere. You will not find this anywhere. You will only find it on my head. So if I had that made, I can have others made. So you're not going to get around me. Just want you to know. Because when I'm in the Super Bowl, I'm going to be wearing... Super Bowl stuff with the old logo on it. I got a plan. How's that? Y'all care more about uniforms than winning a playoff game. Nah, we all care about everything. It's just, that's all part of it. You just like to complain and get blocked. Uh, let's see. My aunt has a printing shop. I can have one made. There you go. Play action. Big O, until Ross sells the team, the logo's not changing. Probably. Why they ever altered, changed? Oh, it's a money thing. It is a nice hat, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, by the way, Jalen Phillips looks good. Did you see him at the DCC? 
That was good. It was good to see him walking around. No scooter. No crutches. I like it. I like it. I like it. And um, let, me, let me give you his quotes. As he And he wanted to kind of meet with the media to show folks that, hey, man, you know, I feel good. I'm uh, I'm I'm making progress. He's walking around already. Maybe he can uh, start contributing earlier than what we think. You never know. With certain with medicine nowadays, they they heal a lot faster. All I know is I feel strong. I feel great. Just been tackling rehab. It's been awesome so far. Because they asked him about a timetable, he didn't give any timetable. He says it's something that's kind of new to me because I've never had a lower extremity injury like this long-term at least. So it's been cool. It's been a new experience, just learning my body and figuring out what to do, what's best for me. And so it's been great. Honestly, I haven't had any bad days throughout the whole process since surgery, been locked in, just motivated to get back uh, on the season. I guess the biggest thing I've taken out of this, is just understanding that God has a bigger plan and that sometimes in life things happen and that it's hard to find a reason why. But that why doesn't really matter. It's how you respond. As so for me, just being able to keep my head up throughout the process. And like I said, find some silver lining and just understand that I can use this time to improve on other aspects of my life. It's a great attitude to have, by the way. Okay? Great attitude because you're going to suffer setbacks. I'm going to suffer setbacks. And if we sit here and just... Um, God, what's her name? Uh, why? Why? What's, uh, um, the, uh, the skater, bro. What's her name? Damn it. What's her name? The one that, uh, that, uh, uh, Jeff Galuli is the one that, that hit her with the, with the bat on the knee. And, and, uh, now I'm trying Nancy to remember. Kerrigan. What's what? Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. That's it. Why? So uh, you can't sit there. And I thought say, you were doing Fran Drescher. Yeah, she does sound kind of like Fran Drescher. Yeah, she does. Definitely. And so you can't sit there like, you know, Nancy. Why? You, you, you can't. You got to just get up and say, F it. All right. It happened. The, the oh, woe is me shit. That doesn't fly, man. That just doesn't fly. That's not the attitude that's going to get. It already happened. You're already screwed. You know, it's sad, but that's the truth. You're already screwed. Okay. So what are you going to do? Just pout about it and whine? No. You, you got to look at it and say, okay, so how do I fix this? How do I overcome this adversity? And that's what tough people do. They get tough when they have to. Good job by, uh, by Jalen Phillips. Hopefully, he can come back a little earlier. I don't even know if he'll be himself this coming season, but the faster he can come back and get into you know, the health, then hopefully he can help you out maybe even towards the end of the season. Don't forget, folks, if your business wants to be a part of our platform, 786-754-4664. That's our business line, 786-754-4664. We can broadcast 
at your at your place of business also 786-754-4664 if you want to get in and join our family by the way the court storming has to end you know we talked about this a little while ago about how how um you know kids are different nowadays than they were in the past and you can't trust them nearly as much this is a great example the court storming you saw kyle flipowski get uh injured from duke and he's like a first round pick they say and caitlin clark earlier in the season also and i i know this is going to be my old man on the lawn take but unfortunately young people nowadays have proven that they cannot behave i'm not saying we were perfect but i'm saying we didn't take guns to school all the time could there have been a gun in school once in a blue moon yeah did we have shootings no you know we had key biscayne wide open to us you don't you know in chicago kids can't behave in the downtown area they got to have curfews now i just read uh somewhere uh, um, uh we're a mall now and i think that's happening a lot of places you got to be you got to be if you're under 18 you've got to be with an adult in order to walk into the mall and so we have we lost our way we don't know how to behave we don't know how to handle situations we used to run onto the field and run next to hank aaron and tap him on the shoulder and say great job hank not run over hank no 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 no. we're not trying to hurt hank aaron you understand that's the difference we bum rush the field but we're not bum rushing the athlete we were respecting the athlete at that moment now you're not and the duke kid gets injured and caitlin clark almost got injured it, it, it's got to stop unfortunately because you don't know how to behave and that's the problem. And this is why we have all these situations and they're different now than they were 20 and 40 and 60 years ago. Why? Because, well, we were a hell of a lot more responsible then. Even at our younger age, we were a hell of a lot more responsible. You know, when we were young, we kind of knew it didn't exist, but we kind of knew you don't eat a Thai pod. Just saying. Just saying. That's all, you know, so uh, the, these TikTok challenges that you idiots do. Yeah, you know, that's why this kind of stuff happens. So the court rushing has got to end. Has got to end. Because you're going to get athletes injured. People are going to get injured. And this has happened, this has been coming on for several years, you know, for maybe, maybe it's been developing for about two decades. What was, uh, Sean, what was the tennis player that got stabbed? Was it, it wasn't Monica Sellis, it was Martina Hingis. It was Hingis, right? I want to say, right? You know, it kind of started from there on and it's kind of gotten a little, and it's gotten more and more out of control, you know, unfortunately. It's just the way it is.
And it's things that we have to do in, as a society. And we have to change because people's behavior has changed. Parents' behaviors have changed. They're worse now, too. Not only are the kids worse, but the parents are, ju are just as bad as the, some of these kids. And it's pretty pathetic. So watching that shit with the, with the Duke kid was just crazy. Yes, sir. It was Monica Sellis. It was Monica Sellis. Yes, she of the forehead. All right, let's do it. Hour number three starts right now. Ira Winderman and our Acura Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat, and NBA report next. This podcast replay is brought to you by Craig Zins, Acura Pembroke Pines. Visit the number one volume Acura dealership in the Southeast United States 12 years in a row at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. Ira, how you doing, my friend? You doing good? Greetings from Sacramento. Weather, weather sunny outside. I actually looked out my window. They lit the beam after they won yesterday in against the Clippers down in Los Angeles. So they're feeling good about their team. And I think, Big O, we should be feeling good about the NBA. And I wrote about it today because Joe Dumars' ruling in the fight, scuffle, brouhaha, whatever you want to call it, that it wasn't David Stern's day. And you remember this because you were there. When P.J. Brown stepped one inch on the court and he suspended for a game. And guys couldn't move off the bench, even get out of their seats. There was so much common sense there at the end. Yes, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin left the bench. But they didn't exacerbate the situation. They were there as peacekeepers. They stayed mostly out of the way. In David Stern's NBA, the Heat would have had like six players available tonight. Instead, we get to see relatively legitimate basketball. And let's face it. The Jimmy Butler chokehold and re-chokehold probably deserves a penalty anyway, so he sits tonight here in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I the suspensions that did happen, I don't have a problem with them. I I get it. I totally understand it, and I agree. They did they did handle it the uh, the right way. But although, although Thomas Bryan is peacemaker, I, I Thomas, I know what you were trying to say, but oh my yeah. god, yeah, yeah no. No, no, no. Again, I don't, I don't have a problem with the suspensions. We're, I'm fine with the suspensions uh, that were given. It is, it is what it is. I was actually more uh, proud of the team that they didn't fold at that moment, that your leader goes off and you continue and you finish out the game. To me, that's what stood out. And I know uh, Bam, I think, mentioned it after that, 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 uh, that Jimmy would be proud of that. And, and I completely agree with him on that one, that that to me is what stood out is, okay, the, the shit hit the fan. They're going to be pissed. You're frustrated too. What happens here? Do your emotions get the best of you and you lose your concentration or do you stay focused? And I kind of like what I've seen at the end of the break and to start the break. And here's what's interesting, because on our Acura Pembroke Pines report, it's been a couple of years about super role player Bam Adebayo. But yes, with Jimmy out, with Tyler out the last 100 seconds, Bam had to be the man and was the man. He was. Well, four quarter points with three of the Heat's 11 block shots. And Big O, this goes back to something you and I have spoken about now for months, and I still don't know the answer. Whether Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, and Jimmy Butler can coexist and all be at their best. We saw Bam at his best when Jimmy was out and when Tyler was out. But the three of them together still haven't found lockstep where they could all be their best version. So I thought it was very interesting. Jimmy goes out, 11 minutes to go, Bam steps up. Tyler goes out, 140 to go, Bam steps up more. Is Bam out of bio at a point where even if Jimmy is on the court, 
And even if Tyler is on the court, he goes, no, me, feed the beast. We still are waiting for that. No, I, I get that. But, you know, while you're talking about all of this, my problem with this, uh, when I look at that whole scenario and that equation, I say, Bam Adebayo, reliable, reliable, reliable. Yes. Jimmy Butler, reliable, reliable. When he wants to play, of course. Reliable, reliable, reliable. What I mean by is they do their thing every time. When I look at Tyler, I can't call him reliable. I can't call him consistent. I can't call him reliable. He got injured again. Yes, I knew right. you were going to bring it up. And I, I, I you know what, Vigo? I keep telling you. I, mean, I keep telling you that each time is a freak injury. But you know what? When you get to 10 times freak, it's like you yeah. go to the carnival and you keep getting the small prizes and then you trade up for super prize. Tyler keeps getting super prize of injuries. It, it's too frequent. Maybe it's his body structure. Maybe it's his workout regimen or not. Maybe it's just sort of innate that he's the unlucky maybe guy. Like in a, green. In the, maybe he's your teal green dude. He just jinxed. You know, what, what was it? The um, pig pen character in Charlie Brown that he always has the, uh, the, 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 the rain over his head in the big cloud. Maybe yeah. that's who Tyler is. But you know what? As soon as that happened. No, I think of my family and everyone first. But I thought of Big O when I said, oh, man, we're going to talk about this in our accurate Pembroke Pines report because it's another one. And Big O's going to tell me, Ira, if this happens now, it's going to happen in the playoffs. Because yeah. every year since the bubble, it's happened in the playoffs. And you know what, Big O? It gets harder and harder for me to make the argument it won't because it keeps happening. It keeps happening, unfortunately. And he's streaky, too, offensively. He's not consistent enough offensively for my liking. So, if you're, you know, if... If you're going to be inconsistent with your body, at least when you're playing, I need you to be lights out all the time, and you're not. And so, I, I you, you see, at least with Butler, when he's out or not playing or whatever, okay, I deal with it. But when he wants to come back and he wants to play and be an mf'er, yeah, going to be a mother effer, and you're not yeah. going to stop him. And that that and then that's what he races all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But. It, 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 there's no give and take with Tyler, bro. There's just unreliability on a consistent basis. That's why I keep telling you, I don't give a shit about his feelings anymore. Put his ass to the bench. You know, I'd rather have Duncan starting, if anything, or whatever you want to do, any other combinations you want to work. But I think he's always better off the bench. So that way, you're not constantly effing with the starting lineup because your unreliable player is out again. And then that forces your coach to adjust again and the team to adjust. Man, let's have him off the bench. That way, if he's not there, well, then it's a different group of players coming off the bench and that's it. But the starters, got to be people you can rely on, man. No, you know what? It's like I feel like the defense attorney. My client keeps telling me what crimes he committed. And I'm like, stop it. I can't defend you anymore. It's getting it's harder. No Busquets of this interview. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting harder and harder to, to, to pull it off and to say, hey, this is our guy we're riding with him. Look, a third wheel is still a third wheel. He's not He's not Bam. He's not Jimmy. They're the lead men. But as you know, in the NBA, your third wheel has to be dynamic, like it was for the Heat with the Big Three, the Celtics championship team. You have to have that reliable third player. Like Jovic? That's too young, 20. He's like, in, he's like the soccer under-19 team. He's dynamic. Okay, he's in my developmental program. It might Proved to be Jaime Hawkins Jr. The okay. Four-year collegian who's coming and shows a maturity. 
Maybe it proves to be Terry Rozier if he plays like he did with the Hornets. Maybe it's someone else. The teams that are on the cusp are always searching. My perfect example would be this. Last year that he played the Denver Nuggets in the finals. We know Jokic's best player were among the best players in the league. We know Jamal Murray, dynamic presence when healthy. And in that series, Aaron Gordon stepped up and was a difference maker. That's what the Heat has to find. That guy through an entire seven-game series, through an extended stretch who could be that guy, and we're still looking and wondering, could it be, might it be, should it be? You waffle like that, and it shows you you sort of have two. But see, here's the thing. You waffle, and we all waffle with title, right? Do you waffle with Jaime? No. no he, he is what he is, and his ceiling might not be as high as Tyler's. I'll put it this way. When but his cojones are bigger. But when Tyler's at his best, he can be a four, he can be a 40-point scorer. You'd agree with that. But Tyler's at his lights-out shooting best. Jaime's ceiling is probably a 30-point scorer. But maybe that's what you need on a team that doesn't score a lot, is going to defend anyway. That's the difference. Maybe you don't need the Jamal Crawford or the Lou Williams. You need the combo of offense and at least some defense. Yeah, big O, it's a conundrum. The MRI is coming today on Tyler's knee. I don't expect anything major. I think he'll play during this road trip. But again, like you always talk about, the seed of doubt. And the seed of doubt is back. No, and and when I look at Jovic, as young as he is, I look at him and I go, this mother effer is, not, is unfazed. I, whatever he's doing, whoever he's He's faced, not ready, but he's still too I, raw. I get he's raw, but I don't give a shit about raw at the moment. What I give a shit about is your mental makeup. And when I look at Jovic, I see a Heat player. When I look at Jaquez, oh, my God, that's a Heat player by yes. miles. Yes. And so when I look at Tyler, I don't see Heat player. I don't see a guy that's a dog with an edge. You know, we just live with that scowl from the bubble, but he doesn't back it up physically. Where I see Jaquez, I, that moment when he defended LeBron, Tyler doesn't have that moment in his entire career. And we're talking about a baby that just got into the league and had that moment already. And with Jovic, I also see it, whether it's rebounding, passing, shooting. I, I You want to get bigger and longer, which is something that Riley loves. Jovic is, my God, he's exactly... If, if, if I'm doing my heat culture ratings, obviously I have Jimmy there, I have Bam there, we have Caleb Martin there, we have Haywood Heitsmith there, we have Jaime yeah. Hawkins there. And you know who's rising with a star also? Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Between yeah. Jalen Brown and stepping yeah. up and taking defensive challenges and not always settling for the three and getting involved and sticking his nose in there. So you know what? Where maybe we expected that Tyler rise, shockingly almost, and God bless him, Duncan Robin. Let's be honest, Big O. Duncan Robinson has shown us something. I think you and I both agree. We weren't sure that he had this side to him. And he's come no. through this season and shown it. No. Do, do you know the segment I had last week? I, I think you did. You make it a segment, Sean, uh, on Duncan Robinson. I said he's the next UD. That's what he's turning into. He's turning into the next Udonis Haslam for maybe this the time. white chocolate version. But okay, it's not the same kind of player. What I mean is, he came out of nowhere. He turned himself into one heck of a player because the guy two years ago that really wasn't complete offensively and was nothing defensively, now is complete offensively. Now he passes the ball, he rebounds, he sets people up, he runs without, he, you know, he, he can run around without the ball, help you out in so many different ways. And now on defense, 
He'll rebound. He'll get in people's way. He has a little edge to him. He does. He is getting there. But let's face it. If we're talking about one of your favorite films, one of my favorite films, remember the Anchorman fight when everyone showed up with their four guys? If I'm showing up with my four guys, it's still going to be Jimmy. It's still going to be him. It's still going to be Caleb. And it's still going to be Haywood. Maybe Duncan will be remaining in the car if we need someone else to come out there. But what I'm saying is Duncan's making that move. that He'd already have those players. But it is nice to see. But again, the heat toughness and culture. Some guys can wear that culture jersey across their chest, and it works for them. Other guys wear the culture, and you're saying, I still need to see it a little bit more. I agree with that part. I think if Duncan finishes out his career here, by the time he's gone from the guy that just became a shooter, and then we said, well, he's kind of limited, bro. That's all he can do. Then he's turned himself into a complete basketball player, and then he's had moments, too, where he's shown his, his share of, toughness of fighting through adversity not the kind of ud toughness pj brown toughness don't misunderstand i'm talking about mental and even some physical where he takes the punishment and he's still fighting through it all he almost had his elbow disconnected he came back to shoot five of six from three-point range the next night True. you know i i think duncan has gotten to the point that by the time he's done he's going to be so beloved that it's going to be UD like in that sense. Not okay. So, so hold on, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Sean, I want, Sean, I want you to mark this down. That on Monday, February twenty sixth, Orlando Alzagari of the Big O Show said Duncan Robinson's number fifty five will be retired by the Heat. Sean, save the clip, please. It could. It, that could also happen. That could also happen. That's a possibility because he is. He's proven to be pure Heat from the get go. And if he just continues, all he's done is grow as a player, dude. And we had the guy two years ago is a shell of what of what he is now. That guy, that guy was that guy was making his way out of the out of the out of the Miami Heat. Now we're talking about a guy that has become priceless now. Now we're talking about a guy you need, you have to have on your team. I agree. His skill set. And have to have on the floor, not just on your team. You have to have him on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And his skill set, no one else has. No one, not even Tyler Hero, can shoot consistently like he can from three-point range. Nobody can do what Duncan does. And so that's, to me, that's how far I'm going with Duncan, that you got to give him the love for turning his entire career around and now heading into a trajectory that's going to be as a beloved Heat player. I think that's enormous. I don't know. No, you I'm, have UD up there in the rafters, the all-time leading rebounder. Dwayne Wade is the all-time leading scorer. Maybe, And obviously, Duncan Robinson is the all-time leading three-point shooter. Right. And he's going to add points for many years to come. And threes for many years. Absolutely. So he's, he's going to be one of our all-time leading scorers when it's all said and done if he finishes his career here. You know what I'm saying? Because he's going to score a lot of points, man. I'm just saying that we have to understand that Duncan, what Duncan Robinson has done is so magnificent it's it's not even funny how how the change that that man has made i i just i got nothing but respect for him i really so sean do. mark it down when the 2030 accuras are out and duncan's 2055 goes to the rafters this is the day yeah yeah and and and, and by the way the other thing i told you i love how they finished the break and i love how they're starting the break and I, I just feel like they're, you know, obviously Jimmy's coming to play. Sure. And so that I, I really like what I'm seeing now. I'm seeing a, a hungry heat team, you know, from top to bottom. I like that.
No, I, I agree. It, 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 there was a doubt after the seven-game losing streak, and yet we all knew something was going to turn around. The East is still a bear. We don't know how far Philly falls when Embiid comes back. Indiana, I thought, would come back. They had a huge win last night against Dallas. They're questionable. Orlando lost yesterday. So it's going to be play-in or not play-in. But again, Big O, more than where you are in the seedings, will you be playing your best ball going into the playoffs? The Heat are trending in that direction. By the way, somebody's asking, good question, because I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't follow up. Did the Pelican fan get banned from the arena? You know, usually when you get ejected just for once, if it's benign, it's just shouting back and forth. It's just an ejection. It's not one of those lifetime things. There was nothing thrown. There was no fight. It was just a, a bit too cantankerous. So I don't think it's a lifetime ejection. I think maybe just next time, maybe just don't show up in the Heat jersey. Okay. All right. Sounds, uh, sounds good. All right. What else you got going on? On uh, Oh, by the way, what do you think about the Kings game tonight? Well, again, I want to see. I'm about to go to shoot around. Uh, and Tyler here had the MRI. Terry Rozier is getting very close. He looked very good in practice yesterday. I think one of those two will play. This Heat team has a way when they're shorthanded with no Jimmy. You know what? You plug Jaime Hawkins Jr. in there. You still play. The Heat have a favorable trip from this standpoint, Big O. Three times on this trip, they're getting a team coming off back-to-back when they're rested. It happened in New Orleans. They won the game. Sacramento, tough game last night against the Clippers. They're on the second night of a back-to-back. The Heat arrested. When they play Denver on Thursday, Denver is hosting Sacramento on Wednesday. So the back-to-back factor is real. So I think even without Jimmy, it gives the Heat a good chance tonight. So I see a competitive game. Look, when I when this trip started, and you were talking about New Orleans and Sacramento and Portland and Denver, I said, get out of here at 2-2. Two and two. Get your last West Coast trip done. You're being in shape. It looks like that two and two is eminently possible. And I think we might be looking at three and one as well. So I think it's setting up well for them. By the way, I'm not going to get too much into this. Uh, I've talked about it in the past, but um, I um, I feel terrible for everybody involved. The young man that got hit, I feel bad for Haywood Highsmith. I, I just feel like it was a situation. Unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, for everybody. You know, we all have kids. We've all been in this situation. You're on a dark road. There's no lights. You don't know what's going on. What what bothered me, the TMZ story, this really bothered me, said that Haywood Highsmith barreled into the car. The police report said he was doing 45 in a 40. And I think sometimes they add a little there so they could cite an infraction. Big O, let's be honest. Every one of us, if it's 35 and a 30, 45 and a 40, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying what happened is something that ever should happen, but that wasn't barreling. In South Florida, if you're driving 45, you're in the slowest of slow lanes. So I just hate how the thing was cast. And no one, except the person involved, feels worse than Haywood Heisman. But you know what? You drive past all those billboards on 95, on 826, and 836. We're a very litigious state. It's going to wind up being that way. Haywood will have to go to court in the civil case. I didn't even want to write that story because you know what, Big O? Everyone sues everyone in Florida. It's just we are here. So to say someone is facing a civil trial, it doesn't necessarily mean fault or anything wrong. Anyone can sue anyone. I do know this. Haywood Highsmith wants the best possible outcome for everyone involved in that incident and feels terrible about it. Now his agent and his lawyers take over. It, it, listen, it's what happened to Haywood could have happened to any one of us. Oh, absolutely. Every yeah. time, you know, Big O, you send your daughter out. I send my son out when they just learned to drive and they're young. If you haven't seen every any, every situation, situations can find you. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and I've mentioned it a couple of times. If anybody's ever met Haywood Highsmith. Nicest person. 
Nice. That's as stand up a young man as you'll meet, mature beyond his years. If you've met him, you know that he must be feeling like shit now. And a person who lives in Southwest Dade, far from the arena. Yeah, and he lives in Southwest Dade, far from the arena, just to be with his kid. So he knows what's important in life also. Absolutely. Yeah, and now he has to live with it too. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Of course, not like the victim. Let's be honest. It's still not. different. But still, I, I think empathy for all involved is the way for yeah. outside people to think. I yeah. just kind of feel bad for everybody. And and uh, obviously, and that young man was helping somebody else. And right. then, you know, it just, it's it's really sad. All right, follow him on Twitter at Ira Heapy. Catch his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. Ira, as always, thank you, my brother. And may the Panthers overtake your Rangers. You know, things like that might happen. But going back to your previous segment, but if the Heat win tonight in Sacramento, I'll get my phone finger on, finger on and I'll storm the court anyway. Hopefully I don't take anyone out. Catch you next week. You got it, Ari. Thank you. Don't take anybody out, man. Oh, God, yes. Don't do that. Storm the court, but don't take people out. All right, Acura Pembroke Pines, baby. They got the customer appreciation sales event going on. So take advantage. They're at 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75 and Pines. The 2024 Integra, 329 a month. The 2023 TLX is 399 a month. The 2024 RDX, 459 a month. And the MDX 2024, 499 a month. Get on down there. They got a large selection of certified pre-owned vehicles. And if you own or lease an Acura, no place better to get it serviced than at Craig Zinn's Acura Pembroke Pines. Go see Mike Chen or Jordan Ferber, two great guys. They run it there. They do an awesome job. And tell them that Big O sent you. They'll take care of you at Craig Zinn's Acura of Pembroke Pines. You've been listening to the Acura of Pembroke Pines, Miami Heat, and NBA Report with Ira Winderman. When you're looking for award-winning service and great deals from the number one volume Acura sales dealership in the Southeast United States, you go to Craig's in Acura of Pembroke Pines at 15601 Pines Boulevard in Pembroke Pines. Ooh, Jay, I forgot about that. I got to ask him next time about Duncan and Bradley. That's a good one. I forgot about Damn it, I forgot about asking him that. Sorry, Jay. I will get to that next week. I will get to that. We did talk a lot of Duncan there at the end. I uh, I got nothing but love for what Duncan's done. Because I was the first guy to tell you, this guy's too limited. He can only shoot. He can't pass. He can't play without the ball in his hands. He can't dribble. He can't defend. He can't rebound. And he changed all of that. It's one of the greatest turnarounds i have ever seen a player do in sports here in south florida history duncan robinson's turnaround because he wasn't a good basketball player he's become a good basketball player that's just awesome can't say enough about what i've seen from that from that young man so there you go uh, Big O, when the Dolphins win the Super Bowl, I predict all of Miami-Dade County will shut down for one day. All of South Florida should shut down for one day. Just party in the streets. That's it. Do you know how crazy this town's going to be the day the Dolphins win a Super Bowl? You've seen heat championships. You've seen Canes. Some, well, some of you have seen heat championships, Canes championships, Marlins championships. 
but you've never seen a Dolphins championship. And if it ever happens, this town will go upside down. It'll be like something that's never been witnessed or experienced. So, yeah, it would be pretty awesome. Uh, Big O, the destruction of the nuclear family and social media have been devastating the society in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah, but you still have to make the right decisions. You know what I mean? It's still up to you. I get we had social media. I, I saw Papa say kids would have done the same thing or even worse back then if they had social media. That's just the difference. Actually, you're wrong on that end, Papa. You know why? Parents were better then. Back then, you could get your ass kicked, Papa. See, you you, you got to have context. When you say shit like that, Papa, and you pull stuff out of your ass, you need to first think about it. You got spanked in school. You got beaten up at home. There, there were layers that prevented you from being bad. Okay? Those layers are gone. You can't touch your kid. I've never hit my daughter. Ever. I mean, now she's 24 years old, so, you know, it's a little late now. But, you know, when she was a kid, it's take the phone away. It's you can't watch television. It's take toys away. It's that, that, that's the, that's how you cripple a kid nowadays. You can't, you can't hit a kid nowadays. So you, you, you couldn't be more wrong, Papa. Okay. You got spanked in school and then you got your ass kicked because you got spanked in school. And if you did something wrong at home, your mom leveled your ass or your dad leveled your ass or a neighbor grabbed you by the ear and dragged you to your house. How do you like them apples, Papa? Try and see what your parents will do nowadays if another parent across the street grabs somebody else's kid by the ear and drags him over and says, hey, your kid was doing this, that. You know what happens? They transfer the ear from one hand to the other and say, thank you. Wah, bah, boom, bah. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, Papa. I don't know what world you grew up in, but I grew up in a world that when you got out of line, you got a foot in your ass. Not sure what world you grew up in, Bubba. I just talked about this the other day, Papa. Just talked about this. I'm 57. You don't touch a gun when you were young. And I had guns lying all over my house. Never touched it. You know why, Papa? <laughs> Papa was going to beat my ass. And I knew it. That line was there different world my brother please don't compare us to kids nowadays don't even try okay don't even try yeah we did stupid shit yeah we did crazy shit but we didn't do the stupid shit that they do nowadays and we had more respect for life they have no respect for life nowadays I, again, Papa, you couldn't be more wrong, my brother. Okay? You couldn't be more wrong. 
Uh, Duncan still sets the second best pick on the team. Yeah, no, I mean, Duncan, I'm telling you, he's headed down the UD path. He's going to become a beloved Heat player. He's going to be that guy that you appreciate more and more every year. Again, not a superstar, just like UD, not a superstar, but he's going to be that guy if he stays here for his whole career and, and the way he's improved. And I, I can only expect Duncan to get better now because that's all he does now. He works his ass off. Super chats. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. Oh, there you go, Frankie. You got a super chat in. Let's do it. Uh, Big O, let's talk about the biggest thing that's happened this weekend. Elimination Chamber. What grade would you give WWE for that live event? Bro, I didn't watch it. You know, you asked me to pick up, pick fights between people. I, I didn't watch the Elimination Chamber. You want to fill me in here, Sean? Because, you know, I, I can only make picks here. I didn't naturally watch the event or anything. So, yes, sir? I would give it probably a B. Oh, so it was pretty good then. It was, it was decent. It got across what it needed to do. It's the build to get to WrestleMania, the final stop on the road to WrestleMania, which is what it did. I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, everything was predictable, but that's what it's for. It's there to be the road to WrestleMania. Now they've got a month to add to those stories. Okay. All right. Well, Frankie looks like it's pretty good, my brother. You know, I didn't watch it, so I wouldn't know. Plus, I don't think my opinion's worthy for you wrestling fans of how good something is or bad because I don't watch it enough to know. I can make a pick in between two fighters if you want, but but um, I'm not well-versed enough that my opinion would be an educated one. Again, I have no problem telling you when I don't know something. You know, I know some others out there you have a problem with that. You got to know about everything. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, no, that, I don't know. My opinion wouldn't carry much weight in that sense. Thank you. It's more this guy's opinion than, than, than mine. Uh, let's see. When I did wrong, my mom hit me with a belt. I was raised to have manners, respect, and polite. Yep, exactly. These kids aren't even close to that, dude. I'm an I'm an uh I'm an expert on what a penny loafer to the ass feels like. <laughs> uh oh, what grade would you give Ross in his 15 years as owner of our fins? Oh, probably a D plus. Because he spends. Now the problem is it's 15 years. So this group here has to get it done so it can raise his grade to, you know, a C or B overall. So we'll see. Hopefully this group will get him out of that hole. That's what it needs. Uh, I remember getting paddled and ruler slapped on the hand in preschool background. I've told you guys this story about catechism. St. Michael's. 70s. You got out of line in catechism. Papo, right? Is there Papa? What is it? Is it Papo or Papa? Papa! See if they do this now. Catechism, catechism, uh, uh, none. Would grab my fingers. I've told you guys this story before. Bunch them up like this. Bunch them up like that. Then she'd grab her index and thumb, 
and she'd wrap it up like that. And then your fingers start getting red, red. You see how they're getting red? Cause I'm squeezing the shit out of it. And she would hold it like that. And then she would grab a ruler, Papa. And she'd go, wah, 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 three times. And your tips of your fingers were on fire, bro. And you were like, and you were like holding it in. You didn't want to cry because you got to act like the tough guy and all that. You try doing that to a kid nowadays. See what happens. Don't ever compare us to kids nowadays. No. We had fun. We really did not go out of our way to be disrespectful to adults. We didn't go out of our way to really hurt people physically. Okay? We didn't go out of our way to attack human beings and beat them up and all that kind of shit like we see nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was homophobia, but it wasn't to the point that you were getting physical with somebody. You might end up making a joke about them. I remember that, but it wasn't a gang of five people to go beat up someone that is from, you know, the LGBTQ community or something like that. There's a lot of shit that goes on nowadays that would never happen back in the day because there were, there were contingencies in place that kept you in line. And those contingencies are all gone now. And the parents, they're not tough enough nowadays. And that's the problem. So you're not tough enough with your kid and you let your kid walk all over you. So Sailor and Ethereum are taken off, according to Frankie. Well, I know Ethereum's been taken off. 3,152. All right. It's up uh, 3%. You know, it's up over $550 in the last two weeks, Ethereum. And then would you say, hey, Thaler, Sailor climbing back up again? Let's see. What do we got now with Sailor? Up 8.8%. I like it. Up over 8 cents. Did Van Archain hit 10? No, but it's at 9.6, so that's good. Been cruising. Neutrons up at a dollar seventy-seven. Pendles at two ninety-three. Okay, all right. Things are all right. Things are good. Jasmine got back into the green, barely, but it was in the red, so now it's back in the green. I like it. I like it. I like it. Gala up 8.7%. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Some good stuff going on in the market. All right. Okay. Uh, Lisa says, I got spanked more times than I could count. There were no three, two, one countdowns for a kid to do something. If my dad had to say three, you were already toast. Exactly. Yeah. Please do not compare the environment we grew up in compared to these kids nowadays. It's not even close. Not even close. So. Chris says, I grew up in the 80s. I got belt metal part beaten on me. 
Uh, he'd be in prison if you did that these days to your kid. Exactly, Chris. Exactly. Made my son go get the belt last night. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest problems in the decay of the family unit, the U.S. has the world's highest rate of children living in single-parent households, and it's been rising since the eight, since the 60s. Yeah. I grew up in a single parent household. My parents divorced when I was like seven. Once I was like seven, my dad never came back to the house. And, you know, and they had an ugly ass divorce and I was in the middle of it and all that. But my mom was strict, man. Uh, my mom would kick my ass with no problem. And by the way, you know, it's another difference also compared to kids nowadays. We knew we deserved it. We, you might end up crying. You might be frustrated. You might be mad at your parents or whatever. But deep down inside, you knew you were wrong. What do you think about these kids nowadays? Holy shit, to try to convince them that they're wrong? The reasoning that comes out at times will baffle you. Thank God my daughter wasn't like that, but I've seen it. I've witnessed it with others. Wow. So different, different world, man. Different world. Uh, Big O, your old man yelling at cloud. Your gun, uh, your gen was a lot worse. There just wasn't cameras around to film it. No, my brother. We're not even we're not even close. I, I get it, my man. You're probably young and you're you want to try to defend your side or anything. You can't even compare. Can't even compare, my brother. It's not even close. Uh, nowadays, uh, kids are incredibly stupid. They lack common sense. More than ever. And they're weak on top of all of that. It's not a strong group of individuals in general. I'll tell you, it's a soft ass society. Why? Contingencies are no longer in place. So, you know, TikTok has made a lot of gen uh, kooky, like uh, LOL, your gen doesn't have what they did on film as well as we do. It's always been a shit show. Um, if we had TikTok then, you would have gotten your ass kicked if you did something stupid. That's the again, the contingencies are gone. They're all gone. And that's the problem. Like I told you, a neighbor could be bringing you by the ear to your house. You do that today, you're fighting that neighbor. Let go of my kid, how dare you and you're in a you're in a fight with your neighbor. That's not how it used to be. You'd grab the ear, and it was like a track and field relay. Your, your mom's picking up the ear where that other person left off and whacking your ass on the way inside to the house. Whole different ballgame, bro. Whole different ballgame. Contingencies are not in place anymore. That's that's why. There's, there's not stuff to keep you in line. So... Big O, true story. I grew up without my biological father, and at this age, I don't miss him. Yeah. That, as, and that means the other parent did their job. 
That's all. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I would be afraid if we hit the Great Depression and World War II with this reaction. <laughs> I'm 22 years old and my mom and dad never beat me, but I did something wrong. All it took was a smack and one stare and I was put in place. Yeah, but and let me tell you, uh, you got a smack? Wow. Uh, they don't even do that anymore. A lot of parents can't do that anymore. Uh, maybe not violence, but a lack of respect to authority in the values of respect has gone out the way. Oh, yeah, they have no respect. Zero. Zero. You, you, want, you want no respect? Did you guys see Cam Newton? That was crazy, dude. Cam Newton was uh, at an event. And... All of a sudden, he got attacked by a uh, by a couple of dudes. And I'm going to show it to you. Okay, I'm going to show you the video of it. Where are we at here? Here we go. Yeah, let's uh, let's show you. Here we go. Make sure we got the. Okay, good. All right. So this is a video. Let me see here. He's at an event. I'm going to show you now the video, and I'll read you the story. But this is crazy. I don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend with Cam Newton. There's one part that I do find kind of funny. I hate to say it. All right, let me enlarge it now so that way you guys can see better. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to fire away. I mean, this is like a nutty ass story. So you see them go after Cam, right? They clearly didn't really affect him too much, by the way. Cam's kind of a big guy. You 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 better be big and strong if you think you're gonna, you know, take out Cam Newton. Although I will say this, out of everything, I was wondering if they were attacking him because of the hat. And the fact that the hat stayed on the entire time is impressive. I got to say, that's a good hat right there. So the former MVP was standing in front of a tent for WBS, which is an online football apparel brand that stands for We Ball Sports. A video shows Newton trying to hold off about three guys when someone else comes in from the side and hits him. Newton tossed aside one of the people, had another one in a headlock, and was able to get most of the people away from him before people stepped in to break things up. He didn't even throw a punch in the clip that went viral. Very few details were available regarding the fight outside and what was captured on video. Uh, the incident appeared to take place at Coretta Scott King Young's Women's Leadership Academy in Atlanta. Newton may have been there for his C1N Foundation, which is a seven-on-seven -seven football league. People were impressed by how well the former Carolina Panther quarterback handled himself while being attacked by several people. They were more impressed that Noon's hat stayed on, which is actually true. I was tripping out that the hat stayed on. But this is the kind of shit that goes on. And look, I know Cam is not like the most likable guy sometimes or whatever. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? But why attack him? This is the kind of shit that we have now that goes on. And it just shows you how people have changed so much in today's world. And kids are just completely different. And that's that's a perfect example right there. Again, just not the kind of stuff that would have happened years ago. Not at all. So, anyway. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, is Duncan Robinson dirty is the question. Some fans, by the way, were calling the heat forward in the New Orleans game that featured a fight resulting in discipline from the league, but there was a fight between the teams that seemed to overshadow everything, including a play where Robinson tripped Herb Jones. And so I'm going to pull it up for you again. Pull up this one because this one is not a good look, by the way, for... um, or Duncan. It it does look very um God, what's that guy's name? What's uh what's the Duke player's name that I can't stand, Sean? Oh God. I'm trying to remember his damn name. All right, here we go. Let me let me get the uh let me get the Grayson Allen. High, Gra- that's it, Grayson Allen. That's him. Grayson Allen. All right, so let me pull it up for you. And Okay, here we go. So this is Herb Jones of the Pelicans. And here's Duncan Robinson on the floor. Okay. Not a good, this is not a good look for Duncan Robinson, to be quite honest. It's not. Okay. And here you go. He falls and now he sticks out his leg and his arm to try. And then he kind of pulls back to try to trip him. And just a, a bad look. For Duncan, I you know it. That one kind of went viral that night because of that. Hmm. The other thing that went viral was Jimmy Butler that night because you know he got suspended. So that night, Jimmy Butler also posted had a hilarious post uh here we go oh well it's on an ig i gotta i gotta i gotta post the ig he first he blamed jovich by the way he blamed jovich for the um for the altercation and then he posted a a picture of him here we go. Oh, wait a minute. I went to the wrong one. 
What's going on here? Come on. There we go. Went to the wrong one. So he posted this on Sunday. Um, I'm sorry, on Saturday night after the incident. Here we go. It's kind of funny, by the way. Remember we told you that Bad Boys is filming today? Well, then he kind of, since him and Jovich were the ones suspended, Jimmy Butler then tweeted this out. Oh, that's good. That's good. That was good. Right, you can do the editing stuff. I can't do that stuff yet. I don't know how to do that stuff. Somebody's got to teach me how to do that kind of stuff. You got to teach me how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. That's what you got to do. Anyway. All right. Uh, Duncan isn't dirty. He's definitely a blue-collar old-school player. Yeah, no, but it still was a bad look for him. He, he wanted to trip him. He wanted to trip him there. They busted him. You know, that, that I can't defend it. I'd love to defend it, but I'm not. Um, and I'm not saying he's dirty, but I am saying that it's not a good look for him because it looked bad. It looked like that's what he thought of in that moment. And then, you know, got this Jasmine hat about a year ago. A year ago, it wasn't that popular for me to wear this Jasmine hat. We're like, what the hell is Jasmine? Who's Jasmine? This, that. Now I noticed, by the way, on YouTube that, oh, my God, how many people now are all of a sudden Jasmine experts and they're all talking about Jasmine. And I'm like, it's really interesting. I didn't see you talking about Jasmine a month ago, three months ago, six months ago, a year ago. I didn't see you talking about Jasmine. Yeah, they're just getting on the bandwagon right now. Too funny. Too freaking funny. All right. What else do we have going on? Oh, how about the fight in uh, in UFC? Did you see that? I'm, I'm talking about in the stands, Sean. You didn't see it? Oh, dude. You. Oh, my God. There was this fight, and this dude got like... I mean, completely knocked out. Let me see if they show it here. If I have it. Uh, let's see. Trying to find the UFC brawl. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. It is 237. I want to make sure that I... I put the right one. But in the stands, there were some crazy-ass brawls. And one of them, there was this one guy, dude, that just got absolutely clocked. And he got, I mean, I, I don't know if the guy's all right or what, but he got knocked silly that he was out cold. And I don't know if I could find the, uh, um, I just put a UFC 37. And, um, oh, you know what? Maybe it's probably uh, UFC Fight Night 37 because they're on UFC like something 290 something already. So it's probably Fight Night 37. 
I have oh, I have it. I have it here, but it's more off of a more off. I know of it's the, the UFC Mexico City is is the one I believe it was. That's how you do it. Okay, let's see. But dude, that guy got clocked. I mean, he got absolutely knocked out. I see that the Dana talking about it. Here's some of the uh, somebody showing pictures of it. But I need something like I need the real video. What a shame. I, I got to find the real video to show you guys that video because that video, I mean, crazy shit, dude. Absolutely nutty stuff. Yeah, I can't find it right now. I have it here on, on TMZ, but not uh, not on the Twitter feed here, unfortunately. Whew. I still I'm I'm picturing the knockout myself, and it was uh, it was actually brutal. I don't know if you could find it, Sean, but it would be cool to show it so people can check it out because it was bad. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to end up screwing T. Higgins. They're going to tag him at $22 million, and he's going to end up signing the tag. He has no choice. What's he going to do, hold out and not earn the money and never see that money? He's going to come back. Problem is, and I get what Cincinnati's got to do, um, until you got to pay the other guy, which that's coming up, they're not going to be able to keep both. But for now, you have one more shot at keeping them together and try to make some kind of a run for the Super Bowl again, you know, as long as Joe Burrow can stay healthy. But I saw where he's going to get tagged. T. Higgins won't get his big contract for two years because he's going to have to play under the tag this year. Next year, they won't tag him again. Cincinnati is way too cheap, and they're going to have to pay people and all that kind of stuff, so it won't happen. But I kind of feel bad for the guy because he's a number one wide receiver and now he's got to put his health at risk and play a year on a one-year contract. Yeah, it'll be $22 million or whatever it is. Oh, you found it? Oh, dude, this, this fight is classic. Enlarge it so, that, so people can see it and you can uh, check it out. It, it, this is one hell of a fight. Watch the... Watch the guy that's turned to you to his back. He's got a gray shirt and kind of bald to the right, top right of the arrow where he's about to hit. I'm, I'm pulling it off the site right now, so I can't really enlarge it. Okay. All right. We'll play it. Play it. Well, if you hit the tweet itself above it, if you hit the tweet itself, it'll enlarge right where the right above it. There you go. There you go. Now you got to. There and see, look at that! Boom, bam! Oh man, play it again, Sam. He's just swinging away, and then the other guy comes out of nowhere and just says, "Oh, let me finish this fool out." Are you standing? Here comes the other guy. Boom. He just flopped, baby. He just flopped. 
Holy moly. <laughs> Audio and all now. Bam. We're getting all angles of the guy getting absolutely dropped at the fight. All right, we are uh, out of here. Big O, the NFL has yet to say who the Eagles will play in week one in Brazil. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's not going to be the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are not playing any any uh, out-of-country uh, games this year. I think that's already been kind of said. Uh, let's see. I know a few months away, but safe bet the Dolphins are using the majority of the draft picks. O-line deal and edge. Could be. Yeah. Uh, tight end also could be an option. A vicious left hook, and down goes Freja. Frankie says he sent another video there. I think that's the second one you played, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for uh, supporting. Don't forget to smash the hell out of the like button. Watch as much as you can. Watch time is very important for us. And, of course, if you want to support the show, you can donate. Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. That is Cash Big O Show. On behalf of Sean Stanley and Ira Winderman, we will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place, same bat channel. <laughs>